Yo. Hello. Let's go, Brody. Welcome to the show. I'm chilling, bro. How you doing? Fantastic. Uh, Terrible title, by the way. Why? I don't know any All-Star games. Really? No. Oh, yeah, you are fairly new to the uh, All-Star weekend, John. I just watched the highlights of the All-Star games now. I barely watch them now. So you didn't really watch... um... I think this is a, a good thing to talk about, especially with All-Star Weekend coming through, uh, to talk about it was good, Cruiser, to talk about the NBA history of the NBA, uh, the M- the history of the NBA and talking about All-Star Games and just All-Star Weekend in general, because I think there's so many moments to look back at. And no, it's kind of upsetting because I feel as if the All-Star Weekend was something more I say like 10 years ago, right? I remember 10 years ago, uh, you know, watching the All-Star game and just All-Star weekend in general. It was just something that we look forward to a lot. And, you know, it's changed. It's not the same. And, no, it's just upset. It's upsetting, but, you know, it is what it is, bro. You feel me? Well, I can empathize with you, but do I feel you like, do I go through it? No, because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't watching the All-Star game in the 2000s. Um, the first All-Star game I remember watching, like, all the way through, like, I watched it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. It might yeah. have been... I don't think yeah. I've ever watched an All-Star game start to finish. You're I watched the highlights. I, I, I don't care about the All-Star game. I watched the highlights. I watched the three-point contest again. I just watched the highlights to see who was shooting well. Mm-hmm. Um, the dunk contest, I watched the 2016 dunk contest. Mm-hmm. I think um, everybody watched that. Uh, that right there, yeah. like, and actually I do want to ask is like, because that dunk contest right there, in my opinion, it's the say it's recency bias but i'm I'm not gonna lie and act like i've watched so much of the 80s but slam dunk contest but um i do think that 2016 dunk contest is probably the best dunk contest of all time i think it's easily the best of all time Mm -hmm. and Um, i've gone back and watched dunk contests is easily the best of all time in terms of name value i get saying like the Vince Carter dunk contests or mm-hmm. MJ and Dominique. Sure. You watch the dunks they were doing versus the dunks Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon were doing. It's not close. At all. Not even close. Not even close. At all, bro. And I remember like w- really living through that, bro. And shout out to Drink More Water. Did you guys talk about Clayton Clark breaking the NCAA woman's all-time scoring record? If not, what are your thoughts about the record and the performance also, what's her pro potential in the WNBA? Yeah, I actually did catch that. They were uh compare her to like Stephen Curry and everything, correct? I watched the game. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna watch the game. No, no, no. <laughs> they, they were I'm gonna believe about... you. She shoots deep threes. Yeah, I'm gonna believe I you. I didn't watch I didn't watch it, but I do I did hear talks about it and I was uh catching up on it. And honestly, bro, I think this is amazing for women's basketball. I think this is amazing for you know the WNBA. 
because you have Caitlin Clark that you have Caitlin Clark here that can be that magic, can be that MJ, can be that bird to really start and jumpstart the popularization of the WNBA. Everybody talks about her, bro. Everybody talks about her. Everybody likes what she's doing. You know, she's tough. She got game. And it's not to say that there isn't people in the past that was tough as well. But having a a, a woman like Caitlin Clark that's very marketable, I'm not going to lie, it's it's going to be dope. And shout out to Paige, uh, too. Uh, I know uh, last night on Discord, uh, we was talking about that. I mean, they was talking about that last night on Discord. And her and Paige could really... Uh, they could really jumpstart the WNBA and really get it more popular, more piping. I think uh popping. I know this one girl was hating on her, saying, Oh, you gotta play T basketball and everything like that. Listen, you give that woman the ball. People will go want to see them with the ball in her hands to see what she could do. And if there's some rivalry that can happen with Paige and Caitlin Clark, yo, I'm all for that, fam. All for that. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, bro, like. The future of the WNBA with those women right there, I'm not going to lie, the future is bright. The future is bright. I think they found some people that could, they could, they could sit here. They could be some cash cows, and they could milk their marketability. And, you know, all of these complaints about the WNBA saying that they're not uh, getting paid as much. You know, these are some women that can bring more revenue to their product and, you know, get people uh, paid. You feel me? I'm, I'm very... I'm very excited, actually, about that. Mars, you're disgusting. Good one. You said it. I said milking their marketability. No, you said milking them. You're a lie. 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 You said a cash cow and milking them. That's what you said. And milking their marketability. That's not what you said. That's exactly what I said. No, you said milking them. But, um... But it's cool. I mean, say what you want. I mean, misogyny in 2024. I mean, whatever. Cool. Um, yeah. I, uh-huh. I agree with you. I don't know. I don't watch. Nah, but um, we're going to get some people up here to talk about some of their best moments in the All-Star game. I do want to talk, or just All-Star weekend in general. What are my favorite Where's the celebrity moments? game? Where? I mean, when is it? When? Yeah, when's the celebrity game? Let me check. When is the celebrity all-star game? Is that today? I don't know. They're saying today. They're saying today. So okay, I think cool. it, it has to be today. It's Team Shannon yeah. and Team Steph. Mm-hmm. Stephen A. Oh no, it's Team Shannon and Team Stephen A. That's who it is. Okay. Oh, that's actually dope. I like that a lot. They got and well, so this is they got Kai Sinet out there. No way, yo, chat. Look at this. They really got Kai's trash. Kai is god awful. I'm not gonna lie. He's gonna get no PC. So these are the coaches, and these are the these are the coaches, and these are the players for each. Team. Isn't Drew Lloyd the WNBA player? Joy Lloyd. Jewel Lloyd on Shannon's team. I don't know. Pretty sure yeah. she is. is she? The WNBA players playing the celebrity game? That's disgusting. Okay. Not gonna lie. 
Yeah, that is disgusting. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. That is that is crazy. Well, Metal World Peace is playing. He's an ex NBA player. Yeah, ex. She's a current WNBA player. <laughs> okay. Right, what are we talking about? That, that yo, doesn't seem fair. Yo, so what's the over under of Kaisenet's minutes? Well, he's gonna play gonna because go. he's a big draw. Because that's what it's not about winning. It's about under fifteen minutes. No, he he gonna he gonna play. He gonna be out there. He not playing over twenty. I mean, he's not how playing over How long is the game? How long is the game? I don't know, bro. Oh. I, I told you, I don't, I don't watch All-Star Weekend, so like, I don't know most of the stuff. I, I don't care. They got Dylan Wang in there. CJ Stroud is playing. Jack Ryan. This is dope. And they got C. Lil Wayne. CJ Stroud is the Houston quarterback, right? Yeah. And then they got Michael Parsons playing as well. You know who Michael Parsons is? Yeah, of course. Who is he? It's a man, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's a woman, actually. Yeah, it's 2024. Don't tell me what they are. <laughs> You're disgusting. Yo, what's good, fellas? What's good? So, yeah, this Yo, all-star game can you is bet actually going to be dope. You, bought, you can bet on anything, bro. I think yeah, Shane I saw some over yeah, I saw over under on his points. Yeah, I'm taking the under on Kasanat, bro. I'm taking the under. His points were eight and a half when I saw it on Twitter. He's, like, eight and half. He's not scoring eight and a half. What? No way. Under. What the hell? Under severely. We need to know like the, the, in the celebrity contest. Kai ain't scoring yeah, more than like ten. Kai ain't scoring more than four buckets. I promise you. He's going under for eight he, and a half. He'll get one bucket. He'll bro, get one bucket. This man literally, no, this I dude is a crazy bugger. Bro, this dude's a clown. Yo, he's hilarious, bro. This man did a whole high school mixtape on elementary school kids, fam. No play way. Your, play to your competition. People Marsh. will build people, people Chamberlain top five for doing the same thing. Mars, shut your wow, right. shut your mouth, Mars. Right, You're gonna right, get right. people online upset with you, man. Now I'm wrong for yeah, saying man. that Will Chamberlain can be considered one of the greatest of all time for doing the same thing Kaisen had done, but you call Kaisen had clown. Seems hypocritical to mm. me. So you saying that Will Chamberlain played against little kids? They were five two though. Compared to him. <laughs> he's seven one, and they're five two. Like, what are you talking about? And y'all think I'm disgusting? Y'all think I disrespect the old heads? Look at what this guy's talking about, fam. Dub is trying we to make a whole new show about disrespect. <laughs> No, no. What are you talking about? Oh, shout out to uh you are there's yeah. some new things in the woodworks. Um, this is for everybody in here with uh some information to be prepared for. Uh use the Discord specifically to message players choice. Uh if you have any agendas to push, let us know on the Discord. We could go on playback and let's say if there's a game that you think was a myth or a game that you think was completely gassed up. Or let's say if you want to be like, you know, for example, we'll watch Christian Braun and KD. You know, Christian Braun really didn't lock up KD. Message us on the Discord. Message PC. Yeah. Then on playback, you can sit here and we can watch these games together. If you want to sit here and say, oh, yeah, Paul George is better than Jimmy Butler because of this game right here. We can sit here and go watch those that game too. It's going to be called Crushing Agendas and message the Discord. Message us on PC so that we can really get this thing going. See, he has a show that he wants you guys to Wait, Dub, I have a question. Do you know how, how, you know how this makes it even more nastier? Is because Mars went on a master class 
trying to explain what's wrong with the agenda thing. Marge, so it's mad hilarious that now it's time to get nasty. Like that's mad funny. Mars did like a whole masterclass on like how we like push agendas. You know what I mean? Like basketball discourse, ESPN thing. Like uh, and Mars salute. But this time it's not us. But this time it's not us. It's the people. It's fan generated. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. But mm -hmm. not. I'll, I'll, I just want to. What are you talking about? Wait, wait. What are you talking about? What what masterclass? What are you talking about on the panel? Yeah. I, yeah. Your man, your man. man Dom, Mars was Ron insane the, in the beginning. Yeah, Ron the is panel. nasty. What Ron did he? The, what did he say? Ron put, Ron put the battery in the back to put a little bit of uh, the conversation. Well, Mars will give a better detail, but um, the thing that I want to highlight that Mars was uh, uh, trying to say was how there's these blank statements and these black and white statements of how we put all the onus or majority of the onus on the star player, quote unquote, or the best player per team, depending on if they solely only if they win or not. And we judge how we, uh, how we um, evaluate their talent based on them winning. And that's a flawed way of looking at it. We don't add the gray areas into it. And uh, will and chills counterparts was, yeah, that's the point. You're supposed to win the game blah blah. blah. Like, and Mars was just trying to explain, like, there's so many contributing factors, case by case, that we can't evaluate uh, player skill sets, their 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 capabilities based on what are the outside outside factors, whether it be coaching, blah blah, what the case would be. So, nah, he went in, he went in, man, he went in. He, he gave a masterclass. Salute to Mars. I, ne I never understand. I have, I have a question I never about understand that. Chill arguing that because they've argued that like. So Marsh just said Five something times. we've been saying for like a year. Yes, but. yes, 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 dog. Basically, but he he was he was charged up. And it turned in, and it turned into a thirty minute discussion of <laughs> arguing common sense. The thing, yeah. but the thing about the, the thing about Chill arguing that is he's like he he goes to the same off, thing man. where he ends up agreeing <laughs> with you at the <laughs> end and then just forgets it. it. Oh, he said something at the end of the show. He said something at the end of the show, and he was like, "Oh, Tatum and Luca ain't that far anymore." He's bringing the Tatum and Luca. But, he, but, he's, but he's been consistent on that. Tatum and Luca, yeah, right here, man. Like, Wait, <laughs> how did Tatum stagnate and Luca get better, and they're still somehow close? Because it used to be Tatum Luca, and then Luca elevates, and now they're neck and neck. Wait, nah, what was Tatum better than Luca? That's true. He was the one saying it. Yeah, yeah was, oh my god, off, bro. Chill, when, when Tay was making conference finals runs and Luca's missing the playoffs, you ain't think he was saying anything about Luca? Like, what you want? And what the argument they were making was so terrible, a dub. It was basically like they were saying, Well, it's been like this for the whole time, we've been doing this, like that's the way it works with the with narratives and things. Of the case now, the better argument, oh, was yeah, that's what uh, that's how we and uh, J Rob be arguing about that. What's lost his shit for football? Like, it doesn't right. make sense, but like, just because, argument, and I tell. I tell her this all the time. Like, just because something has been done for a while doesn't make it necessarily right. And no. I told him, I said, bro, if I cheat, if if it's okay for me, if people say that it's okay for me to cheat on my girl, and I've been doing it for a while now, <laughs> that doesn't make it right. It just right. doesn't make it right, right. okay? Like, right. we can all be honest with that. And even though, right. like, especially in, like, society for the history, it was like, all right, cool, you cheating on your girl? It's not that big of a deal. It still is a bigger deal. I'm not gonna lie. Now the yeah. level of care that we have towards it is probably not the same, but it's still a very much a big deal that you shouldn't be doing. So I hate I hate those arguments of, oh yeah, well this is just how it's been forever now. No, there's been tons of things that been go. Y'all want me get in my bag? Because I will really get in my bag. Like oh, no, no, there's been tons of social. There's been tons of social injustice 
for all throughout human history doesn't right. make it right. Doesn't make it correct. Oh yeah, don't worry. I I implied that without saying it. I, yeah. I was you did. You did. Yeah, he did. I was telling you. Your man was masterclass. Them into that into that path of thinking. Listen, but I don't. No, maybe no. some people didn't get it, but no I, I, I walked them through. You did. You did. Good shit. Good shit. That's disgusting. Walk them down, walk them down. That's crazy. Yeah, oh. that's that's wild. That's wild. The bro. argument could have been of you know the fact that there's less players on the court, and the one player as they evolve in their skill set, as they evolve throughout you know experience, they they make such an impact that it can cover a lot of the other inconsistencies compared to football where Patrick Mahomes can't make he even went to the football that was hilarious he even went to the football thing with the Patrick Mahomes and um not being able to play defense so he can't control the whole game he only can control one yeah, side of the big. game versus in basketball you know what I mean there's more opportunities to affect both sides that would have been the better argument but they were just hitting the same points we do. We we've always looked at it like this. That's the point. That's the thing. I understand the business side to drive revenue for business and draw eyes, but in the basketball conversation, yeah. uh, L and L that's key there. And that's key there. Yes, that I is always so key, that is so key. So, I love those talks because, and I don't blame the media for doing this because you need to make a case to make your brand marketable, right? So pushing those types of agendas and those types of stories, completely neglecting context, to me. In terms of entertainment, do what you got to do, fam. Hey. Salute to you. If you can build a story, screw it. If you can build a story that people can grab onto, screw the context. I don't care about the context. If I'm in their shoes and I'm trying to build up this brand, I don't care if uh, Byron Scott and James Worthy got hurt in the Lakers finals. Nah. Right. Michael right. Jordan beat Magic Johnson, fam. Get I'm, not gonna talk right, about, right. I'm not talking about Byron Scott or James Worthy at all. I'm not. There's no reason to. We are trying to propel this man to elevate our brand. So in terms of the entertainment and why the media has done it, I have no issues at all. No issues at all. But in my head, it doesn't make sense if you are a, are a basketball savant, supposedly, and you are embracing this type of way of thinking when that way of thinking is just meant to promote mar markability. It doesn't make right. sense to me. No, that way that way of thinking is just a lazy way for them to market though. I do agree with you on the purpose of it, but it's still lazy. It's one thousand percent lazy. Uh, I don't they think don't, it's lazy because winning it goes a long no, no, way. No, 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 no. It's lazy. It's lazy for you to say winning makes this any any anytime you say in a team sport, a team winning makes a player better, it's pure laziness. That's all it is. And it's a good job because you appeal you appeal to a majority of masses. Majority of the masses are lazy, emotional idiots. That and as you should, you should keep things simple for people to to follow along. But like I, it's still yeah, it's lazy because instead of educating those people, those new those new casuals, you rather stimulate their punitive, sensitive minds, which is smart because the best customer the best customer is their emotional customer. It's hot and cold, not the even kill person. The person that is hot or What's cold up, 30? is what's going to drive buddy. traffic for you. So the even kill people are not going to be able to kind of, you know, push whatever you need to push. You got to have somebody either hate or love you to drive, you know, way more. No, because, because it's been con, because con, you remember this when we was coming up. We saw ESPN was actually had quality shows and it was not this much narrative pushing. 
they were actually trying to educate people about the game and uh, give you different yeah, contexts yeah. in different ways. Now, because right, of social right. media, it's just like we gotta, huh, huh, we gotta, we gotta just keep up. We gotta, we gotta just give people these fast food takes. Did that fast food? Did that change they're because fighting. of? Did that change? They're fighting. They're fighting against social media. Right. Did that change because of skipping Stephen A? I heard no, that changed. Like Revolution. It changed because of social media. Because yeah, honestly, I don't think because I don't think because skipping something strange happened to ESPN when Stuart Scott died. Like yeah. I don't know, it's crazy how he had that much influence of like that much quality takes. But when that man died, unfortunately, ESPN was like, "All right, forget, forget education and entertainment. We're just gonna just try to do this entertainment back, and that's it." I think it just, it, I think it just came down to what like the consumer wanted at the time. I think the consumer that was very popular with Stuart Scott kind of aged out and probably was doing other things, while this new generation is more connected to maybe the hot takes and the entertainment that Stephen A. Smith. Skip Bill provided. It's I just a rating thing. I think, I think, I think it's completely. A, I think it's completely a, rate, a ratings thing, right? Yeah. I tell people all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be nasty here because I'm use PC as an example. Mm. Um, but I mean, bro, let's be honest. Like, yeah, people are more gravitated towards toxicity and just entertainment, right? That's what people do. And even though, like, why do you think Skip Bayless, like, has had such a long running? I mean, now it's not the same, but he's had such a long running because it's very entertaining to watch him go at it. Now it's a bit stale because, uh, no, it's, just, it's been happening for so long now. LeBron, LeBron thing got old. Got old. Yeah, yeah, you know, but honestly, it's, it's, it's funny to watch. It's amazing to watch. We like it. We are entertained, you know? Stephen A. Smith, like, that's who, honestly, if we really want to talk about it, those are the two biggest guys that really – started this trajectory course more emphasis on more emphasis on the entertainment of things and discounting context bro and like come on i mean even it even shade is sharp to an extent i'm not gonna lie i'd be hearing him talk about sports sometimes and he lacks a lot of context in what he'd be saying bro i'm not gonna lie every he does the accolades he does the numbers and he does this he's very likable though he's like but, but that's but that's the point but that's the point He's yeah. an entertaining figure that we go and watch him. Him and Ocho, guess what? Sometimes, sometimes they st- like for football. Though, I think I think they're dope. I think they're dope in the football concert because I think they really do know their stuff. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to other stuff, bro, we 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 know why we watching those guys to nah, be entertained. I think, I think if I think if they kept, so why do the people the right watch Nick Wright? People would have just gotten used to it. Like football, <laughs> football he's not entertaining. <laughs> he doesn't have he's good things. So he's just. Great, that's a good question. Like, he, like, he, he, my, appeals, he, does. he appeals to a certain demographic, and I think we know the demographic with the J. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we like I said, it's easy. It's easy to no, it's, no, real talk, real talk, real talk. That's the easiest, if you want, if like I said, if you want to have an easy following, the easiest way to just either promote or go against the big three of the basketball fan base. That's it. We all know who Big Three fan base is. It's the most toxic fan base in all of basketball. But once you stimulate, or once you go against those one of those Big Three, that's the easy way to provoke emotion. I want to dress like Mike. <laughs> uh, that's that why shout out to, it's, it's just that, lazy, bro. And that's why shout out to Gilbert Arenas. I'm not gonna lie, because he's really the main guy that I'd be seeing like consistently of. Like he's very in depth with what he be saying. And everything. Okay, he, he, of course, he's been. He's I just been, seen his takes recently. And though, uh, and, and uh, my biggest, my biggest pushback on like you saying, like I get what you're saying, but like here's the proof: the the number one most popular player based podcast 
is JJ Reddick. And he don't do none of that crap. Um, that is the hot take in the same crap. None of it. So you want to know why? You want to know why? JJ Reddick was the ball. Yeah, a yeah. Very large demographic, but a very different. Yeah, that's the point. That's J- the point. J- JJ, JJ, so almost like, so now we have, the, what do people say all the time? Mm. They hate the sports media. They hate the ESPN. Now, ESPN now became a bad guy and a villain of a sense. And who was mm-hmm. the guy really cooking and challenging those villains? JJ Reddick. So JJ now you had a wave of people that hated some of the things that ESPN was doing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then that fan base went to JJ Reddick. There you go. You feel yeah. me? Or, so even or that, dub, or dub, or dub, possibly the that same group is just sick of the same bubblegum fast food takes and like I actually want to learn something. There we go. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, we all got older, bro. We were the generation that was watching that. Okay, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. No, no. That's what I was telling you, bro. Literally, like, literally, like, seven, eight months ago, whenever whenever we talked about it, I literally said J.J. Reddick's one of the most smartest guys on TV. Everyone's like, oh, it's just LeBron Glaze. You just like because LeBron Glaze. No, because he's very thoughtful, articulate. It's very sound. He be using some weird stats that don't make sense. I'm not going to lie. Everyone likes it. I'm just saying. I was talking about the six, seven, eight months ago when I said. No, no, Jalen. He was the smartest guy on television. So, Jalen. Nah, you know what? Honestly, I think Tim, I think Tim Legler is better. Like and shout out to Robert Clark. But anytime, I, anytime, too, anytime I watch Tim Legler, like I don't have an issue with anything he says. Nah, I can't. But dub, but dub, but you know, you know what JJ Reddick did? But dub, you know what JJ Reddick did? Instead of going away from Tim Legler, he actually had multiple shows. Where now Tim Legler is a regular on that show. So I once again, I'm not appealing. I'm not gonna do the same bubblegum bullcrap. I'm gonna continue to educate the masses. Then yeah, yeah, he's yeah. still quality content. Yeah, I'm just trying to break down for the understanding of, in terms of like that entertainment, right? It's shifted from just like basketball because now, because ESPN has become so big, now ESPN is kind of sort of in that villain type role too that everybody like wants to be against. So now when you have a guy like JJ Reddick come by, and I'm not going to lie, like some of the stuff he be using that people say he cooking, it's overblown. Like he's not really doing nothing too crazy to me. But... (laughs) But you know he's, a guy, he's, he's a guy. He's a guy. Skipping them. He's yeah, a he's a guy that's going up against. He's he's a guy that's going up against that villain of ESPN. So that type of entertainment just draw that just feeds him even further. You feel me? But what about Zach Love? He did. I think he's pretty good though. I don't watch Zach Mars. Love. Uh, I, I real talk, real, real Zach talk Love. Mars. Real talk, Mars. I don't. I barely watch ESPN. Like real talk. I watch clips on I don't watch a lot. I see what you're talking about TikTok. Yeah, I got clips. Don't say it, bro. TikTok. Uh, you guys be giving no analysis on all these guys. Look, the ESPN ratings live aren't that great. They're kind of surviving off of the clips on YouTube and ESPN. Jalen, that's all TV That's all TV across the board, like in all sports, in the sports realm. So they're going against the undercurrent of – Everybody having either their own platforms or mm-hmm. the smaller platforms having more authenticity, having the players, having uh, Pat McAfee fan bases, you know what I mean? Things like that. Pat so, McAfee like, show go is- crazy. And so that's a lot of entertainment. I'm not going to yeah, lie. That's like, entertainment. He's very, honest, he's very raw with it. Yeah, very smart football like, mind, though. Bro, he very was he was having mind. during the draft last year like 500K views like during yeah. the live. Like, bro, it was a lot of people watching I will say though, football analysts I think tend to be more logical They're way than basketball. Yeah, they don't, football they don't, they don't have, football they don't, analysts. I'm not gonna lie, football yeah. analysts. Whenever they're not talking about like 
comparing the players, I think a lot yeah, of the analysts stop. are very, very like. You know, whenever they, whenever not blazing quarterbacks, like because football yeah. is a natural checks and balance sport. Like I can't yeah. explain, I can't get to the narratives of football without explaining you the game every single time. I mean, like, that's why I get, it, I get, it, I get. It. That really grinds my gears. Why I shout out to these shows, open field and um, open um, open field and um, and gridiron game. When y'all get to the narratives and the quarterback blazing, that really kissed me off. I'm like, bro. How do people manage to have this level of narrative talk in football? I may be wrong, but with basketball, you don't really have to watch the games that like. No, you do have like people don't have to watch. You don't. You don't have to watch it as much. Do you really? I don't think you do for real. No, I'm saying you don't have to watch the game to make. You don't need to watch the game. No, 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 I I can say I'm like 95% sure I could go a week without watching games. Pull up the bot scores of the games from the night before. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. no one would be able to tell I didn't watch the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't really uh, do that. Gosh, so much okay, is going okay, on. Okay. You can't, you can't do that. You can't do that for football. Yeah, yeah football is hard. crazy, bro. Like, like if you yeah, don't I watch two weeks, it. if you don't watch like two weeks of the NFL. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. They will. People will be able to pick up on that. I'm not gonna lie. Like I can look at the box score yeah, from last night. I mean, that's like half the season. I can just say that. The only thing that. Football yeah, analysts get get a little weird on his quarterbacks. The rest, they're they're pretty evenly good. And I'm, yeah. I don't want to football, the quarterback. But just to compare, they blaze too much. Everybody has uh, more of a specific role compared to basketball. That's why I think it gets even more tricky and more murky with basketball because putting the line share, whether it be responsibility, blame, it also leads to like stunted growth for players. Because some players believe in themselves way more than the coaches do. Situations like George Carl, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of things that add into it. Like, um, uh, Mars was talking about the situation with Tyrese Halliburton complaining about, you know, the the games played. That goes into it. You know what I mean? The media twisting and having these certain narratives eventually impacts the players along the line, bottom line. You know what I mean? So they have to kind of fork that fine line when they're choosing the sports entertainment factor. And I think there's a there's a lot of tricky situations that's happening behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know about. Like who to push, who not to push, you know what I'm saying? Could be influenced yeah. by companies, you know what I'm saying? Other shoe companies, shoe deals, things of that nature. So mm-hmm. that, I think that plays a part as well. And also yeah, when, there's it comes, a lot. when it comes to football, like when I watch I don't watch football that much, but when I watch sometimes I check on like open field, like I feel like people talk about the X's and the O's way more than they talk about basketball. Basketball you have simply yeah. yeah, basketball it's simply oh, this guy didn't show up. Um, uh, that like it's like very vague with basketball, but when I watch people talk about football, they go really in depth because so you can't. And this is why I say, like, we had this conversation a long time ago about like football. I think football is like more, is more harder to like be great at than basketball because the amount of the amount of things you need to know just for like one play or five plays in football is insane. You need to know these guys block, especially in sport for a quarterback. You got to know their, their blocking assignments, how they're supposed to block, where the running back's supposed to be, what route they're running, the running back, the wide receiver, the X, the, the, the I'm not oh, the X, the, the Y, the slot receiver. You, then you have to analyze the coverage that the defense is playing as well. So, like, in football, mm-hmm. you, Double, yeah, you there's, do. There's a, a bunch of cases so, where even Shannon Sharp talked about when in his first couple of years dealing with John Elway, he couldn't mm-hmm. like get a grasp of the playbook. So uh, every time when he would uh, run in motion, John Elway would say, "Yo, you're gonna run this route. You're gonna run this route." So well, that, like, that's I why. Think, that's why I said for quarterback. I, mean? I said oh, for, for quarterback. quarterback. Okay, got you. My fault. Yeah, my fault. Because you could you because if a quarterback 
like a quarterback could coach like your tight end because same thing happened with Gronk on what to do and where to be. And if you're just that athletic, yeah. But let's say for a wide receiver, like on the outside, like let's say if there's a cover two, you need to know and if you're running a uh, or just a deep fade, you're not supposed to just sit here and just run straight. If it's a cover two, you have to sit there so that your quarterback can sit here and throw it in that pocket right there. Like, and there's there's things like that you have to know, right? So, I have a so in I have football, a if, oh, but that's why I'm saying in football with the analyst, you can't just talk about, oh yeah, Odell Beckham didn't have a big game. He doesn't have that guy. He can't get a gun. Stephon Diggs, every time he's in the postseason, he can't. He doesn't have the heart to get it done because he doesn't do well in. <laughs> when you know what the hell is happening, they're double covering him. They're doing a, a, a two high shell safety, and they're just letting everybody eat. So nobody's going to cook Stephon Diggs for not performing like that because they understand what's going on to affect that play. So there has to be more context into that because if you say stuff like that, People will look at you like you're stupid. I'm not going to lie. They will look at you like you're What you're describing, you're describing how the game is advertised. What you just described, that can, commentators say that for any game you can turn off a football. The problem is, part of the problem is for basketball, too, some of the commentators is just is pure casual BS, bro. Oh, yeah, they be talking yeah, about yeah, stuff yeah. that don't happen. They be saying just noise. You don't learn nothing. If you're a new fan, you don't learn nothing about the game basketball. You listen to the oh. everyday commentator. He's you'll learn nothing. Yeah, you'll learn nothing from listening to Reggie Miller. You'll learn nothing from. Sometimes when I hear the broadcast, they be calling people good defenders who don't play defense. I'm like, what are right, you talking right. about? Like, like NFL like, commentators. You guys, you guys, exactly don't, you guys still don't watch games on me? Oh damn, that's crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Unless I play back, nah. I need to hear the bang from Mike. I like hearing the crowd. I like, I like Doris Burke voice. I like Doris Burke voice. I like a voice. What? Tom, you got to do it. I don't know. I wasn't gonna lie. Doris Burke so. The moment I saw it hearing Doris Burke bringing up Tyus Jones in games he wasn't even playing in. Hey, you guys, does the does the NBA? I like I like him for. Does the NBA? Have a, does the NBA have a commentator like Tony the commentators? Romo that calls the, no. plays like that? The, the, no, the closest, the closest, the closest guy, the closest duo you had to that was um Hubie Brown. Van Gundy does it well too, but like sometimes Van Gundy, you just start segueing to like how how everything's wrong with the league now and the rules. So it's like yeah. every time there's a guy who who is that type of person, they don't stay on track with it. You know who does hey, just, a good be, job? Fair, Jim Jackson. Jim no. Jackson on Sacramento, who does a color commentary for Sacramento. I think he kind of yeah, does yeah, a good no, job. Yeah, the color yeah. commentary is for the teams. Yeah, who's the, right, who, no, no, no. They'd be too biased. I can't understand them. But who's that's the... Uh, job, no, it'd be that's crazy. It'd be, like, it'd be like the clearest foul call. They're talking, that's not a foul. I'm like, yo, you're crazy. But whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, who's that guy who sounds... Who, who's the 2K voice? What's the name? Oh, 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 oh my God. Kevin, Wait, Kevin what's... Yeah, Kevin Harlan. Every oh, okay. time I hear him, I don't know. Kevin I Harlan? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some weird, like, I can't listen to his voice, bro. It's yeah, weird. we always skip him at the uh, Wait, the but to be, to be fair to these NBA announcers, NFL guys, they can do that, break down the X and O's because they have more time in between plays and the game is technically slower. With the NBA, because right. it's so fast right. back and forth, they can't necessarily break right. down on the X and O's of what happened in that play. Sometimes you, you do, you that see that in a TV timeout, right? The time isn't I, given. That is, I, don't I don't think, think they're doing enough in time. In timeouts, they did show a replay of the last best play with uh, the camera zoomed in on the player who's making the play. They don't go mm-hmm. through the whole action of what's going on. In the NFL, during a timeout, they're literally 
showing us everything that happened on the plane. Wow, like, during I, the plane, I, I learned a couple things. Watch out, you, you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot here in the commentator NFL. That's what you're like. you can literally the, learn things. The yeah. offensive line, the schemes they do, you're like, oh damn, I didn't notice that. But, yeah, but to that point, that, that goes to the fact that the, the marketing is completely different. The marketing scheme and the marketing model is completely different. It's all about the shield and all about team. So they're at, they're they're giving a lot of people the in-depth analysis about the team, things like that, versus where the NBA is marketing the player. So we always yeah. get on, on those timeout breaks where we get like backstories. Oh, do you remember when you coached with such and such and this and this? And they'll show like a throwback picture of Jalen Brunson with his dad, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just to build up the player profile <laughs> so that way you can advertise them. And you know that makes no, no, sense can... in the NFL no. is so easier to tell when the coach is obviously the problem compared to the NBA. Coaching matters way more than NFL, though. Like, in the NFL, it's so easy. It's the same. Jalen, be honest with you, the same. A lot of people won't say that. I think, like, 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 defensive coordinators, coordinators, they control more of the game. Yeah, hold on. In the NBA, there's still a lot of freestyle going on. Like, they'll call a play, but sometimes players can wave it off, and the star player takes over. The NFL, defense, a lot of times, is going to run what the defensive coordinator does. Occasionally, you'll have a linebacker. You might, you know, make make a shift to the quarterback shift. Nah, he's not lying. A lot of times, it's the same. Really, it's the same. It is the same. It is the same. Offensively, I agree. Defensively, I think it's a low culture. Like t- t- you know I'm saying, like y'all, y'all, y'all like coaching. Coaching matters a lot of basketball. It's just not advertised that way. People think basketball is just many games of one on one, and it's not. There's just a lot more freelance going on though. There's a lot more just no, like, no. Oh, even they, like, even then, Jay, even with then, Jalen, even the, like and to that point where they advertise through players, you can still educate people of the game through the players. Like instead of saying, "Oh, Steph Curry, that was a great shot by Steph Curry," you can describe how Steph Curry got open and how to um, execute that um that that um offensive possession. You say everything you just played about Steph Curry, you just describe how he got the shot. Yeah, and when you watch more basketball, it's a lot more details than we think. It looks freelance, but it's not always that simple. Like I think NFL. That's worse. why I hate when people say this NBA today is just high pick and roll driving kick. Yeah, it's they not don't know nothing. That's two kicks on. Yeah. Two that, that's definitely how I play on two kids. It is, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, dog, you know what's funny? Like, the average football fan can honestly understand Madden's physics is not the same as um NFL physics. But in basketball, they a lot of people correlate a lot of stuff with 2K to the NBA. They do. Mm. Correlate to, that's kind of crazy to correlate video games to the real thing, but... Yeah. Well, that's what it's. I, I don't want. That's not really because it's based off of that game. So it's there's based something. It's definitely it's ridiculous. To be, yeah. There's there's <laughs> definitely there's definitely correlation. If two K if two K played like actual basketball, then sure. But yeah, I, I'm just saying the play yeah, that you so, want. The play you want things, out of the There's some things. There you know, there are some things that can't correlate from like the game to real life. There'll be a bunch of people on Twitter that'll be like, "Oh, Doc Rivers should have done this after the timeout just because it worked on two K for them." No. It, it, it doesn't work like that. A lot, a lot of. And matter you guys hey, can learn a little two, bit about football. Two K, you could be two K. You could run plays. I run I'm plays. One hundred percent. You can run a floppy in two K and in real life. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so, saying, yeah, yeah. 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 the play works yeah. in two K doesn't mean it don't work in real life in that situation. Yeah, but the, the play design, the play design on two K is, is is bad. I'm gonna be honest. Mm. Not the design, the implementation is bad. Like it's so slow. It's very like yeah, one, it's, it's one, it's one action, the action, one action, yeah, action. Like, and I, I can't blame them for that. It's, it's going to be hard to to implement that into a game in terms of coding, but this is it's not great. 
Yo, I I do want to ask this from like the panel talk earlier. Like, why are people hyping up like what Drew Holiday was for the Bucks? Like, he was like legitimately selling them a lot. I don't know why people are trying to make it goes. It's famous the Dame narrative. That's why he was well, selling offense, them a offense, lot. Yeah, uh, scoring wise, yeah, but I mean his value on defense was. It's also yeah, the drop off of the team. I agree. I agree. But with like we talked about this all summer with the honest offensive flaws. Like, you need someone next to him who who was uh, more offensively capable than him. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about this all summer, mm-hmm. but now that. Now that it's not now that Dame can't hit a shot, it's not a good fit. It's not. We didn't think Dame couldn't shoot threes no more. So yeah, Giannis uh, not back to being the best offensive player then. The problem isn't Dame or Giannis. The problem is the roster construction around yeah. Dame and Giannis. You can't Malik, Malik, Malik Beasley is not a defender. <laughs> and um, Brooke Bobby Portis has fallen off a cliff. Brooke Lopez can it's, only play drop coverage. Now he's a liability at this point. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah, you can't have a drop coverage big with a guard who can't get around screens. Yeah, so you're just fair. cooked. Yeah. Brooke Lopez is coming becoming unplayable. So that, like it's a it's a it's that's a million. The, that's the problem with box score watching. Like people will tell you Brooke Lopez is a elite defender because he, he he averages two point seven blocks, but he's really like a liability out there at this point. I think age. Oh yeah, Joe does think Lopez. Joe yeah. does think he's let liability. me ask you this. If somebody's a liability out there, are they really a good defender? No, the way it depends. It depends how easy to exploit their liabilities are. Yeah, and Brooke Lopez on this team is very easy to exploit. Yeah, so I don't. I would say I would say Lopez is a poor defender because of that. It's more so because of scheme. If you're if you're trying to implement a scheme that doesn't play to that defender's strengths, of course you're going to be susceptible to be more liable. But if you can only defend one way, though. Like he can only play in a deep drop. No, that the thing is how in NBA, like play you're gonna go with player strength, whether it's offense or defense. There is no no player is great at all assets of, of one side of the ball. So you're gonna put them in favorable situations to make them more impactful. So whether not like so case of Brooke Lopez, I'm not gonna put him at a high drop when he's a 36-year-old slow footed, seven foot two big. That's not. Yeah, well, that, that look like that's not what. That, that's not. not, what not but see. that goes into him being a liability because we need a specific way to have you on the court so that you could be a positive on defense. And that's no. It's so- just, it's misutilization. Like for example, Dub, I'm not going to run post up plays for Steph Curry. I'm going to no, use right. what Steph Curry does well to do to get him optimized possessions. It's the same thing for defense. Same exact thing for defense. Yeah, but hey, what about what about Brook Lopez that? You're talking about what Joe's saying is that they keep having a deep drop because literally, honestly, he can't do nothing else. He can't guard up. He can't cover space like that. Like he just can't. He can't do nothing else besides that. So Joe's point is, if that's the only thing that you're good at, or if that's the only thing that you can be very serviceable at, like how can you even classify you as? Let, a good right, let's use. Let, let, but, hold on. Let's let's force that. Force that. I give you a better example. I give you a better example. I give you eighty. Eighty is regarded. Adius guard is one of the best, arguably the best defender in the league, right? But even though he can switch on wings or guards in situations, it's not ideal for us to have a scheme predicated on that. Why? Because he's more impactful as a roamer, as a help you know defender. You so crazy? AD, AD would disagree with you himself. He literally has said himself, I think they mm. should have me switch way more. No, he said that in the right pick here. and roll situation, Dub. I saw the whole... Okay, oh, okay, okay, the pick and roll situation. pick and roll right? situation. That's not okay. what I said. Exactly. Okay. Okay. But eight, the, the thing is, eighty, eighty can be used in different ways. Brooke can't. Brooke, Brooke can't. 
Like he can't. No, that's the one it thing. More, it's predicated on your defensive personnel, Dub. That's what I'm saying. If I'm not going to say it, it's very simple. Yeah. If your team can't run drop, Brooke Lopez is a liability. If your team can run drop, he's one of the yeah, best defenders. In the yeah, league. it's, it's yeah. that simple. And Joe, so that's but, that, but that's the issue because if you can't run drop with Brooke Lopez, you no. can't do anything what, else. What I was trying to say was also he's probably over. But that's the issue. How are you a good? No, my bad, my bad. But that's nah, the he's issue. What, he, he's good at what he does. That's what I'm saying. Yes, he's yeah, good at. He's good at. He's good. If he's good at what he does. But then everyone realizes he's good at and they exploit him. Meaning, for example, everyone knows he's good in drop coverage. But his guy, for example, Dame is getting beat. And he's been – Dame's guy's getting beat more. So he's, Dame can't keep up. He has to step up. Now he's stepping up. He's out of position and doing more. So now the defense that he was able to contribute earlier – is not there because you're using them too much and it's actually being exploited more than it was. Yeah, that's the problem. Effective. Roster construction. That's why they need someone who can Roster, get yeah, roster construction. Exactly. That's why they, Malik Beasley and Dame and Chris Middleton at this point of his career. I, I agree, but I'm saying you're putting it on you're putting it on Brooke Lopez. I'm saying they're exploiting him in both ways to where when he is effective, they're going to him more to where like you guys were saying, oh, he's getting these two, three blocks. That's how he's able to get it. But at the same time, they're wearing him down to where when it's time for him to be effective later in the game for his defense, it's non-existent. Uh, yeah. I don't okay. know about that. Well, basically, the way that they've been using Brooke Lopez, it's like he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, but it's not up to the standard because there's more work for him to do because of the game and their inconsistency as a team. So it doesn't. I, even I, look I like can get with that, as in he has a larger burden, so yeah, it's wearing him down. I think he's yeah. his best season to drop. Weren't they running him like high in the beginning of the season? And he was. They were running. They were cooks, using him. Bro. They were using him. How would I best? Cook? <clears throat> and yeah, also they were using him as like coach. they were trying to use him. They was they would like use him as to like to apply ball pressure to like try and force turnovers. And he's yeah. so slow footed that he can't recover. And like they'd use him like kind of like how they use Mark Gasol in Toronto, but he's just not mobile enough to get around the court, so it just wasn't working. Mars, if you're the books, would you think so about change coaches uh, too? Would y'all think about running Giannis at the five at this point? Giannis at the five is well. probably what makes the most sense for them defensively, but yeah. why don't they ever run the run Giannis? Who do you run at the four? Because Bobby Portis can't move. Yeah, yeah. Crowder, yeah. Giannis, Giannis is the only. The problem is Giannis is the only athlete. He's the only athlete on that team at the moment. So it's like you it kind of limits your level, kind of limits your level of versatility in terms of the defensive lineups. But Boston has Al Horford at the four with Porzingis. Why can't you use that type of a setup with Lopez? I'm not saying that Lopez is starting Porzingis in the perimeter is, is he's gonna get cooked so bad, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying the way that they Boston uses Porzingis and Al Horford at the five and the four, you can use that similar setup with Brooke Lopez. And Giannis, Giannis at the five, and then you can have Lopez at the four. If they want their defense to be better, they need to play Ajax and Marjorie Bertrand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Doc's mm. never gonna play young players, you know that. But what's the yeah, problem? Yeah, but I was gonna yeah. say this about Bobby not not even just defense, but offense. He's like a black hole, bro. Like once he touches the oh, ball yeah. in the post, he will he not never pass him up. He will never. Yeah, once pass he gets into the post, that turnaround. Well. The only yeah. time he'll pass is to repost. That's the only time. <laughs> He's insane. <laughs> Hey, Gallinari is the opposite game, of what the Bucks need. Yeah, I don't know why the opposite of what the yeah. Bucks need. They might as well have got Mike Muscala. Like, yeah. doesn't yeah. help them. Yeah, I mean, no, is it Gallinari on a minimum? Still, though, it's not. It doesn't fit. There's no Gallinari is 
the opposite of what they need. No, and no, Mars has Mars. Yeah, what they, they need is like not cheap at all. Bucks, like the Bucks have young players like uh, AJ Green, uh, Bochamp, and uh, Ajax that can play, but they have Doc as their coach, so it's never gonna happen. So it's tough. It's I, I mean, I mean, they now have Pat Bev. I mean, if they're that adamant on defense, I mean, Pat Bev can get through screens. Uh, you can play drop with Pat Bev in the lineup. And Brooke you have to start. Pat Bev and Brook Lopez are probably gonna have to play together a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I would start him over Beasley. I'm not gonna lie, because Beasley's so a Joe, good shooter. But Joe, do you think Brook Lopez is a good defender? Um, like Mars said, I think he's good at he's good at what he does. But if you're able to be exploited like this badly, I don't know how I could call you a good defender. But the only reason he's able to but be that like, exploited is because of Dame and Beasley. Rudy can guard. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm no Rudy. No, that's what the difference. Rudy, Rudy can he guard. can actually guard the perimeter. Like he can way better than Brook. But I don't Blackton can guard the perimeter. Way I think better than Brooke. Mars, it's not even like AD, he's playing like a, a. It's the type of drop he plays. Like the whole. Basically, you could step. But last year, Brooks wasn't playing as deep a drop as he's playing now. Yeah, last year, Brooks was playing a higher drop, and that's because Drew Holiday could get through screens. So you can play a higher drop. Now you can't. So you kind of have to try and contain. And now he's playing a deep drop, and he's conceding. Every floaters like free bro, the, most underrated, the most underrated three seconds every single possession. So, the most so underrated aspect in people's situations, the most underrated aspect is that ball is the back pressure from that from the guard who's getting the perimeter players getting screened. Well, how they recovering matters more than anything. Yes, the low and yes, the, the coverage starts with what the low man does. So the big how he's coveraging the role man and the and the guy who's coming off the screen. But that guy who's getting screened, his ability to recover, his ability to give um back pressure, threaten the shot from the side or from behind, that's so un that's so undervalued. Extremely undervalued, and it's very important. But go ahead, yeah, Doug. Be- Beasley should have nah, been. I just I just think um I think the, the disconnect here is basically is like this like just because you have the pieces there, like for Brook Lopez, for example, last year with Drew Holiday and everything. I think the point that Joe's mainly getting at is when you have those things, pieces going for you, and what you do, nobody's saying he's a bad rim protector, right? So he's a good rim protector. But if you're that much of a liability everywhere else, it's kind of hard to classify you as a good defender, especially when those pieces are no longer there. You're basically like a shell of yourself of what you were. So if, you're, if your value of your defense is that predicated on the pieces around you, it's kind of hard, and I do agree with that too. It's kind of hard for me to be like, "Yeah, you're really that good of a defender," because I've seen numerous times of great defenders on bad defenses. And even though the defense is trash, like I said, I'm not going to use the measure of the team's defense to measure how good of a defender somebody is. You could clearly see that somebody's a great defender, even though the defense is ass. You know, so this one right here, Brook Lopez, great rim protector, but because of his lack of mobility, because he's 36 years old, you know, it's kind of hard to classify him as. A, a, a good a good defender right now me, because he doesn't have much to uh, make up for. Mars and Sterling, let me ask you this. How do you feel about his post defense? Because I don't like it either. I, don't, I, I think the only thing Brook Lopez play, does good on defense is play drop coverage. But I've thought that for years. I just think he was one of the – other than Rudy, I think he was the next best drop coverage big in the NBA. Okay. Now, I'm fine. I'm fine with the. I actually do understand um, what Dub's saying. I think Brook Lopez' defense is very dependent on others to be impactful. So, does that make him worse than defenders who aren't dependent on others as heavily as he is? Sure. I, I can actually understand that, probably concede that. But 
you build around Brook Lopez correctly defensively, I think he's more impactful than a lot of people. So I guess that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. On an individual standpoint, like Brook Lopez by himself, can he be as impactful as guys like Rudy or Bam or Claxton or whichever other bigs you want to bring up? No. Jared Jackson. Hmm. You put even a top five defense. You, you but you put him on the right. You put no. I'm 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 fine with John Jackson. Oh, but you put, okay. You, I'm about to say that's crazy. You put him. You put him in the right situation. His impact is very hard to replace. So that that's kind of where I'm at with him. Also, he's just older. So there's that too. I don't think yeah, he, he yeah, wasn't man. this immobile a few years. Yeah, ago. yeah. yeah that back surgery really helped him out. But now he said, yeah, he's about to retire soon, bro. Yeah, yeah like. Dang, you nah, got kicked um, out. What about his offensive game, Brook Lopez? Because I, I also know. think it's... Hey! I think, I, I think his offensive game, I think it's unfortunate he had to sacrifice so much because every time I see Brook Lopez in the post, yep. he's yep. effective. Yep. That's good. what I'm saying. Yep. They good, should post, yep. I don't know why they get Bobby post-ups over him. They should give him the post Hey, that post game still, you don't forget that, man. He's still a good post player to My me, only man. Problem they with did it. They, got him, they got him going. They got him going in um in the Nuggets game, but it's like, it's not as consistent as it should be. Mm-hmm. Let me read off some super chats, man. Uh, do the Grizz have a chip if Jaws healthy at 22? That's no. a good question, actually. No, no. I think not a chip. Yeah, not a chip. Y'all don't think so? You think they beat Boston? Not a chip. They definitely lose to Boston. Yeah, not you, a you, chance. Not you a thought chance. they would be Golden State? They got a shot versus they had a good chance. They had a good chance against Golden State. They, the they definitely did. Fine, they definitely did have a good shot versus the Warriors. I can, I'll concede the Warriors for the sake of the argument. Whatever. I don't think they beat Dallas. Nah, they had, it was a bad yeah, matchup. Right? You don't think bad they beat matchup. Dallas? No, no bad matchup. Who the defense? No, that they like, had? Go, no, 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 like go look at how Luca when Luca like this was not great. Yeah, when Luca plays Grizzlies, I couldn't hear Nah, you go, you go study. But what you say, Mars? I didn't hear you. Dallas had a good defense that year, and the Grizzlies' offense was so mediocre. That was before Desmond uh-huh. Bain was really much of a top seven player. defense for Dallas. Yeah, that yeah. Year. Um, yeah. That was, and then also because they had Jaron Jackson, I mean, who loved to pop so much. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. Dallas are kind of happy with that. Now the rebounding is probably where Memphis would have a major edge, but. I just don't think their offense had enough firepower to slow down what Dallas were able to do, especially with John Moran on defense. Mm-hmm. He's getting mm-hmm. hunted. Mm-hmm. By Luca, he's getting yeah. hunted. It's bad. Bro, he was getting it, hunted by Pat Bev in the first round, bro. It's like it's bad. It's bad what they what Dallas would do to how about people were saying he was a good like a a, a competent defender. Jesus nah, they say that because he gets some blocks. Like he got like, some highlight blocks, so they'll be like, yeah. Oh, he's not bad on defense. He's terrible. He's out obviously on defense. Yeah. Good to do. Dang, so Grizzlies is a good matchup versus the Warriors, huh? That's crazy, actually. That's insane. Wait, I have a question. So I was listening to like KB, and he said he thinks the Warriors could beat the OKC Thunder in the playoff series. Does anyone here believe that? No, no, no. I think they can. I don't think they will, but I think they can. No, no, no. Do they bench number three? If they play that series, if they play that series ten times, OKC will beat them. Yeah, no, I'm they, not, they're, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I think they, I think they can win, but I don't think they would. Yeah, I think, I think the team that I've I think the team they have their best shot against is the is the Pelicans, and I still think. And they, they could play small against that team, which is what Seifer wants. Bro, I'm I think the Thunder can lose to almost anybody. They, all they're doing, all they're doing is keying in on Steph. I think they have can a chat as back. I'm gonna be honest. When the clear adjustment for OKC is just get Josh Giddy off the floor, that's the yeah. only adjustment. 
Steve Kerr's yeah. only measure of competence. Draymond, you're on Josh Giddy, play free mm-hmm. safety for us. That's his whole adjustment. The moment he's off the floor, the Warriors can't stop the OKC offense. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the I Josh Giddy crazy. I wanted to add one adjustment of Draymond Green is clearly free roaming of Josh Giddy. So we're just gonna take Giddy off the floor and we're gonna play Gordon Hayward or Isaiah Joe or who else? Yeah, right there. Yeah, he did. Right there. Clay Thompson's not giving you 35 every night off the bench. That's just not. He's really not. Nah, Clay's going to be starting by then. Don't worry. No, I think he's he might keep by the bench. Jalen Williams. Yo, Brandon Katz. Respect Jay Williams, bro. Jalen Williams is the reliable second scorer. Which one? I don't know what reliable means if J-Dub isn't reliable. Yo, do you guys. you ask you something real quick? Oh, I'm okay. It was previously to the show. I heard you talk about player A and player B. Since y'all both brought up both players, I was going to compare Shea and Luca. Like, as far as MVP, who do you think is actually better? I think Ooh-hoo-hoo! I think Shea is MVP getting, is Shea. Are we being disrespectful? Not, I, yes, yes, okay, yes, let's have this conversation. But I just wanted to ask Mars based off of my analysis before we get into it, why I think Shea isn't more favorable than Luke. And I think Luca has. If you ask a minor for advice, it should be the other way around. That's crazy. Hey, okay, then, Dub. Let me talk to an adult. I'm not seeing that for his basketball knowledge. I respect his knowledge. Is there not kids that are smarter than adults? Is there not kids that go to Harvard? Over other adults, mm. so why can I get some of his knowledge so Talk I can be smarter? Isn't that have what some pride, doing? man? Have some pride. Have some pride. Nah, have some pride. I genuinely do believe that Luca and Shea aren't on the same tip. Like, thank you. I don't. But I'm playing the not as players to win that. That's no disrespect to Shea. But I just want to put this out there for like people who seem to like not know. Shay is like a year older than Luca. That's like, it's not like we're compared. It's not like Shay's the young guy in this comparison. Shay's older no. than him. It's crazy how long. Yeah, Luka they're in the same. Uh, I just want you guys to remember that when we're talking about these guys. Shay is older than Luca is. I was, I was like, simply gonna say based off of your college. No, well, Shay was a Shay was a one and done. Nobody who watches Luca and Shea will ever say Shea is a better basketball player than Luca. I think everyone understands. The argument comes from the people who think Shea is an elite defender. And that's no, not the case. It's not, not even defender. that. Yeah, he's, not he's a good defender, though. He's a good defender, though. He's a destructive defender, though. OKC finishes first in the West. And they give him MVP based there on that. You go, Jerry, now you yeah, don't, I'm not mad at that because they've now done you it before. Where I was talking. Yeah, they've won it before. Oh yeah, I, I'm not. So I'm not. I think Shea is Shea is higher on the MVP ballot. Yeah, than which Luka. is fine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the fact he's, 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 he's making not, it. Yeah, but he's not a better player than Lucas. But see, yeah, this is yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. going to talk about. The fact that Shea is making his team better is the reason why a lot of people are looking at him like, hey, he's more of an MVP. But he's losing a lot of his skills because last year when he was awful as a two guard and they had Giddy. He was learning how to do that. Yes, everybody's saying, oh, he already knew how to do that, but they were using him for mostly that at that time. Now when you see him, the way he's able to be on ball, off ball, getting his teammates more involved, if Shea were to do more scoring and less, like let's say, for example, if Shea were to be more like Luka, I think OKC wouldn't even be fighting for first seed like they are now. They would be the first seed because he would have stepped more into his bag rather than relying on his teammates. 
It's a good thing you can rely on Wait, wait, I'm confused here. Wait, wait, you're saying that Shea doesn't have You can rely on your teammates, which is a good thing. Now, as far as Luca, if you look at Luca, there are other superstars that we have met that are all dominant or very hard to play with, but still are good. For example, look at Michael Jordan. The first seven years, you can't tell me that you would have enjoyed playing with Michael Jordan, knowing that the offense is going to be running through him. You know, certain players, Kobe Bryant, you know you can't deal with some of the stuff that Kobe Bryant's doing in the locker room. I'm not saying that it's, like, easy to play with these guys. But some players do certain things that you can't get the best out of you the normal way. So as far as Luka, the fact that he steps out every day and gives you his top performance, whether it affects his team or not, a lot of people is going to say, hey, that's what a superstar is, as opposed to elevating your team. Because whether his team is doing Good or not, Luca. I always see Luca at least in some type of highlight with some type of craziness. I never hear anything bad about Luca. So from what I'm gathering, I'm not saying I'm right and y'all are wrong. What I'm saying is, is you have one player, player A, who helps his team to be better. Some people, like me, look at it as he's diminishing his skills to make those around him better. Sort of like Jimmy Butler when he went off for 90 and then went back to his team. They could have done more had they kept feeding off of that energy when he was capable of score. That's an example. All I'm trying to say is that's the difference I see. One way you have a player that makes his team better and it limits his actual skill or, and the playability as opposed to another one who maximizes potential and it's hard to find someone to be next to him. Example, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. That was a rare matchup and it took a while for them two to actually get together. But why they worked, they had one goal in mind, winning championships. I don't. I think. Oh, I don't. I don't see how that applies to Luca at all. Like honestly, I don't. Chase top eight. Time of possession. has to sometimes take a step back because he's doing a pass to his to his cutter. He's doing something else as opposed to putting the team on his back and leading by. I think Luca passed the ball more. Hold on, Luca passed the ball more than Shea. I'm not saying. This is what I'm talking about. What's the difference? Of course he does. I just think the difference is one player. No, I mean, what's the difference between Luca? What do you Seven seconds. Seven seconds. But yeah, I, seven I, seconds is not right. Seven seconds. I, I would say it's that. It's time I'm of possession. I'm going to look this up. I, I, I can't What's this one? It's seven, Shea whatever will, that is. Seven. Shea will have more plays where, like, he's not involved in terms of he won't touch the ball, he'll be off the ball. And Jay okay, yeah, will, that's fair. Will give that's you fair. Share. But when Shea does have the ball, yeah. he shouldn't get, yeah. He, I could argue, happy. I could argue he has it for longer than Luca, Luca does before mm. he gives it up. Like, when Shea has the ball in a possession... He's dribbling just as much, if not more, than Luca is when he has the ball. But Luca just has the ball on every possession. So the dribble pair touch is longer than Luca. Jay has a lot of the dribble per touch. Happens. Okay, yeah, we go. That's the, yeah. That's I, the, I, I didn't even believe that stat was real, bro. That is crazy. Average dribble per touch is crazy. Yeah, they break it. They break it down. They break it down by dribbles. They break it down by time possession. They break it down by usage rate. Yeah. So you can't just be lazy and be like, this guy looks like he has the ball in his head, so he must not be helping his teammates much. This guy. But even then, like, why we? I don't think it's so much as Shay. Number one, they both use the ball a lot. I'm not even gonna lie, like a lot. Yeah, I mean, you could say Shea works. Yeah, Shea does probably mm-hmm. work a bit more off ball than Luca, but I just think okay, see, like I don't think we have to just be like, oh yeah, Shea's the reason why these guys are better. I just think the players around him just really good. Chet's a really good basketball player. Uh, uh, J Dub's a really good basketball uh, player. Isaiah Joe, 
Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Casey uh, Wallace. Casey oh, Wallace. Really that defense, defense is one of the best in the league. Have been better. Yeah. So yeah. like them being on that record is not like if Luka Doncic is on that team, not gonna lie, they're probably the first C two. Hey, and hey, if Shay's on Dallas, a, yeah, maybe, I have a question to those who yeah. have the stats. It'll be different. Healthy, yeah. okay. Nothing where will be does, the same. Nothing Dallas will be the same. In, but in they'll still be a first Do you think J-Dub emerges how he emerges next to Luka? Because like Mark said, Shay will have possessions where he just lets J-Dub, yeah. you know, do his thing. I mean, we've seen Luka Doncic let Jalen Brunson do what he wants. So I don't see why that's, like, why we're questioning that. Isn't he letting Kyrie do what he wants right now? Like, I don't like this combo, bro. He been making Kyrie's fun. Uh, bro, he, he, he no, creates no, no, open no, shots he, for Kyrie every. He he. So he lets Luca. He lets Kyrie get what he wants. But at the same time, like he does have moments where he go away from ball. But it's like it's like give and take. You feel me? My whole thing is we've seen him like we've seen him play next to people before, and I've seen him numerous times with Jalen Brunson, even Kyrie. Like let those guys do what they got to do. So I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be perfectly fine. I think the amount of. The amount of looks that Luca can generate for those guys, especially when how basically majority of them can shoot very well at a high level. I think, yeah, that I offense think he'll would make be crazy. I think he'll make Chet look uh, better offensively too. Chet would go crazy with him too. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I think it'll be different. Like I'm not even saying that, but the whole point of yeah, Shay's that Shay being there and it's just making those guys better. Nah, because I think they'll be a first seed with or without with Luca okay. or, or with Shay. Hey, what, where does the sure Mavericks rank in terms of half court offense? I know the Thunder is one. Who like where? How can you say J Dub we worse if we see Jalen Brunson like ball next to Luka Doncic? I don't get that. Yeah, J Dub's gotten better. No, I didn't say it'd be worse. I was just wondering. No, no, no not you. Somebody else said uh, that. I heard somebody uh, else say that. Like, I don't know how you can say that. The Mavericks are eighth in half court offense this year. They'll probably improve uh, now after the All Star break too. So. I would no, no, Daniel Gafford does a lot better. I did not know he was that dangerous as a lot there. DJ Washington. Luca just throws it up. Bro, I'm telling you, that's true. It's going to be. Yo, me personally, the MVP, I don't care. If they let them get a six seed, bro. Luca, I'm pushing the Who would they play? Who would they play? Luca is MVP. Right now. Right now, if they were the six seed, they play the Clippers, right? Oh, yeah. I don't want to play the Clippers. We know what Luca did. When you got shot going for... I know what Kawhi can do. Right I, know that one. Actually, I don't want to play that. It's actually so sad that Bede was running over with the MVP. Like, it would have been no problem. That's actually so sad. No, let me let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all this song. song. Because I, I don't I don't value MVPs just off of the seat that you're in. I just don't. Okay. If you're Fair having... Enough. To me, if you're having a better season than somebody, regardless of seed, I just think you're the MVP. Completely really regardless, or is that like a limit? If they make the playoffs, to me, to me, bro, is completely regardless. I'm not going so the to feed I think, I think if you are performing at the highest of levels, and let's say if you're a nice seed, so Stephen Curry, right? In let's 21. say if he goes, let's yeah, let's say if he goes on a t- yeah, he was an A seed. Not gonna lie, if he won MVP, I'm not tripping. He was because I'm like, bro, he, he had a cr- huh? Was he your I hated, I hated Stephen. Wait, who oh. was? <laughs> <laughs> you remember, I hate it. Yeah, but you know what? You, you know what? They, you ain't really like Jokic at the time. I, I, that, I, had Joel, I had Joel. I had Joel and Embiid. I had Joel and Embiid, but then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, Steph. Yeah, not gonna lie, Steph. I was Steph high top Steph, right? He was okay. Wait, but hold on, hold on. So if Victor Weminyana played, gave his thirty-six <laughs> minutes 
good gave us 36 minutes uh, numbers at the start MVP. of the season. Yo, right Victor, wait, MVP? what? Victor's how many minutes is Victor play? Like 20, he's averaging 28. He's averaging 28. 28. Oh, you're no, at 28? Okay, that's what's up. Well, well, this guy 36, Wemby would be 26, 13, four assists, and four blocks. That's it. That's it. You said and how many blocks? Four blocks a game. See, I told Chill 25, 11, and three blocks. Yeah, bro. Victor's crazy. So, Jalen, 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 not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, right? Yeah. If Victor was like, if Victor played 35 minutes, and let's let's say we bump it to like 29, right? Yeah. yeah. If he's 29 and the rest of those numbers, you I don't care. Like I really don't care that they're last in the league. Bro, That's insane. Like, what bro. he's playing is crazy. I don't care. Like you had. No, I feel like, like they gotta be a limit. You can't. Hey, you can't be the worst team in the league. Like, so the, the, he will. He will be a top three finalist for me. He will yeah, be a top three finalist for me because you have you have Luca. You have Luca and Shea going crazy right now, but he will definitely be in my top three because what he's doing, he's going crazy. Dub, if Cade was averaging thirty eight right now, he'd be your MVP. Oh hell yeah, thirty eight points. Are you insane? A good if if he's not just shot chucking, he's like on good efficiency. Yeah, if somebody's averaging thirty eight. And they're like eight seed. Shoot, no, I'm not gonna lie. The what about okay, the okay, so, okay, so what if you got Embiid doing what Embiid's doing, right? Before yeah. you got and then you got player Wendy's. on. You got a player on the Pistons. Oh, Embiid was going crazy though. I'm not gonna a player, lie. A player on the Pistons averaging forty. Like oh, oh averaging forties. A forty point. Why are we creating this? Elite efficiency. Forty on elite efficiency. Oh, 40 on elite efficiency. Not gonna lie, bro. That's moving me a lot. Uh, it's definitely. Team. I'm in the combo. Are they a two way player? No. Yeah, they play defense. Oh yeah, that's tough, bro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's so, yeah, that matters. That matters. Michael okay, Jordan's wow. era. What if they finish? So it doesn't. It's not based off competing. It's based off. So even even in the season where they broke the record for most consecutive losses, you don't care. Yeah, you'd still put them in that conversation. To me, whoever to me, whoever is just performing the best through the record, that's a team thing to me. Why are we Why are we bringing the team? Evaluation of something for an individual award. One player can change. Doesn't make sense. I'm fine as long as you're consistent. I'm fine. With that yeah. doesn't. Yeah, yeah it, just, it, it, it would never make sense to me. It's an individual award, but we're measuring how good the team is to validate if he deserves that award or not. I'd be interested that to make see sense. this actually unfold in real time. Well, but you didn't see You were you were watching me gas up Kane. Even when it was losing, bro. Yeah, but not for MVP though. That's what I'm saying. Well, he wasn't yeah, MVP was like that. Victor, yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. I, I Victor, want to see it to unfold. Be, to be boss, I'm not gonna lie. If Victor actually like played, I guess I'm not gonna lie. I think DPOY could go to Victor this year. I'm not gonna hold you. Wait, who? Like he's just, bro. He's that good, bro. Yo, bro, he's that impactful. I see your point. I see your point. Based on Doug's logic, he could win it. Like it's the most, it's it's the most valuable player. Are you the most valuable player? That it's just it. So if you're the most valuable player for that team, value goes beyond the box. Value is objective to most people. And yes, it's completely. This completely subjective about what this guy's box score numbers is. This guy's averaging 40 on good efficiency. But why are we bring it up? How does beyond them, right? But if, like we said, if Webby, defensive player of the year, right? If Webby, that offense is 
you know, that offense is terrible without him. It takes that much of a jump with him. Like, bro, like y'all don't even like. I agree that y'all don't put any of that into. I don't, I don't mind the Wemby, the Wemby defensive player of the year thing. I, I'm, I'm fine with. But if the whole yeah. case for Wemby's defensive player of the year was just off blocks and rebounds, I would disagree. But we know Wemby's defense goes beyond the box score. Yeah, yeah. But it seems like this MVP thing is like if this guy's putting up these crazy numbers, I don't care if they're not winning, they're the MVP. But like, there's more to value than just. Yeah, number. yeah, for sure. And I agree. And I agree with you on that. Okay. So, but I, but right now we're just making up stories to just fit this argument. Yeah, so we're just, yeah. you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah, like, you guys so we have to 40 go, points per like, game. You're talking about forty on elite efficiency, Mars. I'm not gonna lie. I would assume that value is crazy if you're able to drop forty like that. I'm not gonna I, hold you. I, I agree with the MVP wins are kind of like like. That's why. Oh, that's why I brought up 2021 20, Steph. Like 2021 mm-hmm. 20, Steph. Bro, eight seed, but you could tell like that all that offense is shit without him. Same way that it is this year. It's completely trash without him. What he was doing to propel them to that level, oh my god. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Way, that was I mean, eight seed is different from like. And by the, the way, 15. Draymond was very underrated that year. His defense was. Yeah, their defense was like, great. Their defense was, was yeah, Draymond defense. was on another level. But what Steph, what Steph was doing for that offense. There needs to be a documentary on that shit because it was insane. I'm not gonna lie, Steph was going crazy. My for an AC is crazy though. I ain't gonna lie. Nah, Steph was going ridiculous. But let me read the super chat from your stuff. Dub bro, when brother Luca and Kai make the finals, I need you to bring me up on here because agendas are running wild. If they don't pretend I'd never existed, it was a pleasure knowing you. <laughs> your stuff. <laughs> if they make the if they make the finals, get on the Discord. You will be the first one up here, brother. If they make the conference finals, I'm gonna be up here. Fire. Magic Johnson is done. From Jay got game. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is done. That's crazy. He is. Let's pack him up. From Jay got game. Pack CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud cooked Jaime Hawkins Jr. in high school. CJ's yeah, an ass. Mars, too. Mars. You know how you talk about Brady's not the go, and there's more talented guys than Patrick Mahomes. Watch some CJ Stroud, bro. No, he lie. is different. You're going to love everything you watch from him. <laughs> that kid is insane. I, I, see, I see him. He shows up on my TikTok. As as, as I said, I'm I'm a very big part of Houston um, Twitter mm. for obvious reasons. They 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 talk about the NFL and CJ Stroud, and I know they were in the playoffs this year and they they lost unfortunately. But CJ Stroud gets um a lot of a lot of respect. I see some of his like he got an award. I think offensive rookie of the year or something like that. Yeah, um, he had the best, the greatest rookie quarterback. quarterback yeah. ever. He, he's a he's a very religious man too. We we shine yeah, on Jesus. God is good. Mars talked about this on the panel earlier. Mars in um in America, especially in the field. If you want to keep the media off your ass, mm. just just come on, just say you Christian. I, I promise they'll they'll be easy. Shout out to Jesus, man. man. Shout out to Jesus. Uh, follow, Jesus. follow Tim Tebow's way. You be Tim Tebow. Yeah, I want to see garbage, but because he was Christian. Oh, man. Yeah, but those four... was also a past thing. He was on TV a lot too. So what are you talking about? Oh man! Hey, hey I got right, like for you guys. Why is it all right to the heat? Right, hey, brother, let me off. read off these super chats real quick, and then you got the question. All right, fam. Uh, yeah, I got you. Got you. Tim Legler is the only person worth listening to on ESPN. I definitely agree. I think there's some other guys too. I just can't remember. But I like Chris Broussard. I don't think Chris Broussard is that bad either. I'm not gonna hold you. L Dub W Allen R. Keep it like that. NBA discourse won't get better until Stephen A, Perkins, and Windhorse. Windhorse is the fat guy, right? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. 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 
No. I hate him. <laughs> Mark, Mark, oh my you know, god, I just he is, he's worse than Jalen for LeBron Glazing. I despise that guy, bro. He said, bro, he said Giannis isn't top five MVP. I said, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't like him, and I Definitely. only like see clips. Like I'm not, I don't watch mm. it. I don't care. I hate him. Oh Every time God. we see him. <laughs> All right, oh so God. uh, yeah. So what was your uh, what was your question, brother? All right, let me make let me make my case. Is it okay. crazy to think that AD is the fourth best player in the league right now? Who's your case? Let's hear the five. Let's hear the top five. Yeah, does Embiid do count? Put an order, or I could just say the names. Well, I'd like to hear the three you have over Embiid. Jokic. I mean, well, it, I'm taking Embiid out because he's hurt. Jokic, okay. Okay. Luca, Giannis, and then after AD. that, AD the next best player. Who's the fifth guy? Who's the fifth guy to round it up? Uh, Steph. So you got AD over Steph. I don't. I don't yeah. think that's the way. So, AD AD would be fifth if Embiid was healthy. Hmm. Let me take my bias out of yes. He'll be fifth. Okay. I don't think that's crazy. I'm really, bro. Crazy. I'm really close to saying, like, but I'm not gonna even lie. Before the season happened, I had him as over and beat out there. I think I had him beat fifth. I had, I think I had Steph higher too, though. But I don't remember. But I know I had him over and beat. I had a lot of discussions about that because I, I think he's him. the best. I think he's the best defensive player in the league. I think his passing has upgraded a lot. Most people ain't noticed that. He's shooting oh, yeah. a lot better this year. He's playing a lot better in the post. And the things he makes up for the Lakers, I watch every Lakers game. Mm -hmm. The shit he makes up for them on defense, bro, is insane. Like, they don't stop nobody going to the rim. Everybody's coming to the rim unencumbered. And he's mm -hmm. stalling a lot of that. Like, if he's not there, they're probably the worst defense in the league. I would say this, though, to help your mm -hmm. argument. If the Lakers were a four seed, he'll probably be in MVP conversations. Facts. No, LeBron. Yeah. No, because LeBron would be LeBron. I think it would be LeBron over AD. No, the media no. would push LeBron. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a LeBron They're not giving LeBron's teammate an MVP. Bro, when he people to this yeah, day right, still yeah. say LeBron's the best project. Who needs the Lakers in scoring this season? Like, yeah. he's I think they're the same. They're the same. It's LeBron. Let's see. No, I think it's LeBron. LeBron is 27. I think 80 is 25 now. Oh, well, 80 is 24.9 and LeBron's 24.8. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, change up. Change up. And 80 is 23. But then they're going to bring up LeBron's eight assists a game shooting 40% from three. He's going to win it. Like, they vote for LeBron before they vote for 80. No doubt. Bro, if they would do that, bro, that's that would make me mad. And I'm a bronze, my favorite player. But 80, what 80 has been doing this year has been. Phenomenal. Really on another level. Like he's been a lot better, bro. Mm -hmm. They stop making AD. Yeah, as long as LeBron is oh, yeah, crazy, LeBron they, they were criticizing bro, even, AD. Even with the leader, the bro. Even with I've the leader, no AD, AD has been a better leader this year. He's helped Jackson. He's constantly coaching these guys up during the game, telling them what they're doing, right? Like. I, that no, narrative, I don't know what's wrong. Like, bro, AD has been different this year. If you there's watch. no chance anyone went to MVP with LeBron. Or His guards just want to score and don't pass him as much. Bro, AD is LeBron well, is not better than AD this year. Hey, I, can I? I was can, trying can to we, put that narrative as an AD year, but like over, three years. Can we distinguish this though, bro? Like, can you be a good teammate and not a leader? Yes. Yes. Because yes. I think AD is a good. Of, teammate. That's not hard to do. I think AD's a good teammate, but I don't think he's like a, a 
a crazy leader. But again, I'm not. No, in he's, locker he's room definitely. No, he's definitely. Um, I, I, according he's to like, a, according to most of the players, like eighty is eighty is definitely the defensive leader. Like hands that no, no, holds everybody no, accountable. I mean, yeah, communicates everybody. Go over schemes. He does all that. I'm talking about the well, that's that's part of leadership, though. No, no, that's not. That's part, that's really part of leadership. So when we what say leadership, mean? what are we talking about? He leads. By I'm talking about. I'm talking about the psychology of things. Not, not really. What? Like the person the team will look look to and like the exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it's going to be like. Captain Planet. Yeah, it's going to be LeBron. Defensively, but defensively, I promise. Defensively, is AD not not close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the leader of the defense. Yeah, a thousand percent. But I'm talking about. Yeah, off the court, I'd assume. Yeah, he's probably not. But I mean. Yeah, I don't. I think you can be a good teammate and not leader. I mean, yeah, because he brought some, some of the best teammates are the ones who want leaders. Yeah. Not everyone can yeah. lead. Like you're supposed to. You don't have to. Play that, you don't have to. Yeah, because in different ways. What TJ Tucker, Patrick Beverly, like these guys are regarded as leaders, but they're great locker room guys. Great teammates. Y'all, y'all seen no. Peter Tucker's post? He's he's hilarious. Now the reason he's I didn't trying to get trying to play. Like, I respect yeah, the reason. Yeah, the reason I said that. The reason I said that was because I heard uh Brent say uh. You know, uh, AD like coaching up Jackson Hayes and stuff, right? No, now again, been, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, like, he's been like, like, both past years, it didn't seem that obvious to me, but this uh -huh. year, it seems like he's like taking that up. Even he's with, look, he's with the biggest star in the league, like, it's kind of hard to like overcome that. But yeah. as terms of being a vocal leader, he uh -huh. talks a lot more this year, offensively and defensively, especially mm -hmm. with Jackson Hayes, because Jackson Hayes has a tendency to jump at everything and mm -hmm. always like he's running jumping fouling like and i see 80 on the sidelines all the time like telling him calm down you don't have to jump you don't have to jump at everything like he's been doing like a lot of leading this year like now do you think that's just him being a good teammate or a leader like but again we don't know the truth from here but I'm yeah, just I, don't, asking yeah. You. yeah. I, I honestly don't know i think okay. i think if you're i think it's somewhat leadership do i think he's the leader mm -hmm. like do they look for look at him over LeBron, I feel like that's more mentorship. Not, that's in, that's kind of unfair, on virtually right. almost every other. Mentorship team. is part of leadership. That's yeah. That yeah. There's like if you have a mentor, that's, that's basically like that's like more a considered mentorship though. Yeah, lead, mentorship is a form of leadership. Mentorship is really just it's private. It's private leadership. If age thirty is older than me, but he wants to like, I look to him as a mentor. That's like a leader. That's kind of like an older brother role. You feel me? There's also yeah. a difference between being a leader That's on facts. the court versus off the court. And there's two different things, being a leader in the locker room versus on the court. And being a leader on a good team and a bad team, I think, requires two different Jaden, I love you. I, I just love you. I, I love, love you, you too. Hey, Dub, I messed yes, up my beard today, too, bro. I was making fun of you. Took my trimmer out. Nope. That's what you get, ho. That's what you get. Happens. The karma That's what you get. Don't do. worry. But the mustache is slowly coming back. Yeah, it's, it's going to come back. Give me a week. It'll come back, you know. Hold up, hold up. So, good sir, Mars. Mars, just for you, from your stuff. Are we on board for Jokic Jr.? Better than MJ Jr.? Thus, by transitive property, <laughs> Jokic is greater than MJ. Please share thy newly enlightened view with Z Peasants. Good gentleman, Mars. What the hell did you just read? I can get with that, can get with that but unfortunately... Magic Johnson Jr. is better than Jokic Jr. So Magic Johnson is over Jokic, who's over MJ. That's just how many. So, so MJ is lower than yeah. Magic Johnson Jr. and Jokic Jr. 
He lower than Dennis Rodman Jr. right now, but it's cool. <laughs> oh my God. Hey. Who's Dennis Rodman Jr.? Tarisa. Uh, he lower than Rashad Lewis Jr. A lot of juniors. A reporter was asking Jalen Green about how he felt about getting benched. So you got a Ben Thompson better than Jalen Green? I think a Ben Thompson is the best prospect on our team. Mm-hmm. Wow, we've been high on a man for a while now. You've definitely been high on him for a while. He's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I've been saying it since OTE. I was trying to tell you guys, I meant something different. But now that I see him in the league, yeah, he he his upside is ridiculous. I still think Jalen Green can score. I just he needs to figure out how to shoot threes urgently. He just and needs I would to say how to convert on his looks. A lot, no, a lot of it, and this is just from me watching. Our whole team cannot shoot, so Jalen can't get downhill. So he's being forced to shoot more threes than he should because he's not a good shooter. But because Sangoon can't shoot threes, Dylan Brooks will shoot as many threes as he wants, but the consistency is questionable. Jabari is still up and down. Now Fred's not there, so we've got a man Thompson on the floor. He's the opposite of shooting. So our team is just so poorly spaced. Jalen can't get downhill, which is where he's best. So now he's shooting a bunch of threes and he can't make threes. I think he's, what was it? I heard the Houston commentator say it. He's like six for 38 on threes in February. That's insane. He's yeah, also he getting guarded by the best team's defense, like the team's best defender every night. Yeah, he's as being well. guarded by the team's yeah. opposing player. And every time he breaks the three point line, he's being trapped because no one can shoot. Wait, who's the better score? Jalen Green or Brandon Miller? I will say it's not a great fit like in terms of what's going on with our offense. But a lot of it, some of it would be solved if Jalen could also make threes. So he needs to be able to make threes. He needs to work on that in the offseason. And our team needs to be better spaced because our spacing is bad. Just very Mark. bad. Jalen Green or Brandon you, Miller? Who's better? You just, Brandon Miller's I was better. Ask if, you, if you had added shooting, like you just said about the three-point shooting, and Jalen Green didn't have to change up his game, wouldn't that be an easier thing than to expect him to start becoming a three-point shooter where it could affect his overall game? Yeah, it's, shooter, it's always about, like I said, it's always about building around your players' weaknesses. Our team, our two main prospects... Three really was when we when they drafted it was Sangoon based on what he did last <clears> season, Jalen Green based on being the number two pick, and also based on what he did last season, and our number four pick, Amen Thompson. They're mm-hmm. the three main guys. What's the one thing they all can't do very well? Shoot threes. So what's the recipe? Get shooting around them. We haven't done that. Jabari is meant to be a shooter. He's still figuring it out. I, I do think Jabari can shoot, but he's still figuring it out. He's got um a little way to go. Tari Eason has been hurt, and he's not much of a shooter. And we didn't, Red like, when he, when he got drafted, no one expected Cam shoot, Whitmore bro. to shoot. I thought Cam Whitmore could shoot, but Cam Whitmore has been, like, fantastic in terms of shooting, and then he got hurt. So then you got Fred, and it's like, okay, Fred can shoot. That's cool. And that's why our offense looked better when you had Fred, Jalen, Sengun, and then you had Jabari and Dylan, because Jabari and Dylan can theoretically shoot. Fred can shoot, and then it's really just Jalen and Sengun. So, like, Jalen was able to get downhill, get to the rim. And he looked okay. But now Fred's out, Camp Whitmore's out, and I'm seeing Jay Sean Tate and Amen Thompson with Jalen Green and Sangoon. Yeah, no one can shoot. It's, it's cooked. Really so now sure. checking, I was I was gonna say I don't I don't really Jaylen, think that you Jaylen guys need anything trust. except for a three-point shooting because your defense, and you know, I've spoken to you about the whole Knicks thing, but the way your guys' defense have been ranked six, as well as how you guys are able to collapse and switch with Brooks and uh, Thomas, and I also agree with you with Easton. But with the defense that you guys have and the ability to get downhill and not rely on the three-pointers, because I know when you played us, y'all went, what, 23 three-pointers? 
and y'all still were getting downhill, still getting to the foul line. Like, I think if you guys just find two or three good shooters, like Isaiah Joe or even a Dante DiVincenzo, similar style of players, you guys are good because you got your top defense being top seven. You have the threat to go downhill with Sangoon, and even you got Adams who's probably going to help you out Sangoon next year as far as the down low. I think you guys are good. I really just think you need, like, two shooters. So big up to you calling your Houston guys. I just wanted to always say, Mar. Take care. There we go. There we go. There we go. Hey, Doug. Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. Like, genuinely, in order for this to work with, like, the young court, Jalen has Jalen has to be able to shoot. I was going to ask this, though. When he's off ball, when he's off ball, he can shoot, bro. When, when he's off ball, do people just leave him open? If Sangoon's in no. the post, they'll double no. off of Jalen. If oh, Sangoon's okay. in the post, they'll double off of Jalen. Okay, that's probably. But like in terms of like driving kicks, do they help off of Jalen all the time? No, because okay. Jay Sean Tate will be out there, and Amen Thompson's in the dunker spot, so like there's already help down there. But if Seng- if Sangoon, if Jalen throws the ball to Sangoon in the post, and he's the one on the wing, they will help off of Jalen in that situation. But he like I think Jalen Green isn't They're someone who's like, ball pressuring him. But I do think mechanically there's some things he needs to fix in order for his three-point shot to come around. But he's not as bad as he has been. Like, Jalen like like Green will probably go on a stretch where he starts making some threes. And he'll probably end the season at, like, 32%. But um, he needs to be better. And I think mechanically he has to change some things. But in order – because I think Amen Thompson and Sengun is probably the future of the franchise. I already have accepted a men won't be able to shoot. I don't think Sangoon's going to be a three-point shooter either. So if Jalen wants to fit in, and I think he will be the best scorer of those three if he does stay around, he has to be able to space the floor. Like, he has to be able to do it. You can't run a men, Jalen, and Sangoon if Jalen can't shoot. But if Jalen can shoot, it makes sense. Then he'd be their best scorer, in my opinion. And he'd fit in excellently. Then you have Cam Whitmore again, another fantastic scorer. You have Cam Whitmore and Jalen who can shoot, Jabari who can shoot, and then Amen Thompson and Sengun who can't. But those three guys should be able to space the floor. The issue is Jalen hasn't really figured it out. Jabari struggling with consistency from three. And Cam Whitmore seems to be the only one of our young guys who can shoot. Since, uh, I saw you talking about So, Morris, where would you, where would you rank um, the Houston young core with the other young cores in the league? It's the best young core in the league talent-wise. In terms of fit, mm. They definitely do have it. It's Shay. It's Shay Young. Oh, you got Are they better than Orlando? What did you say, Mars? Yes. Is Shay Young or no? Interesting. You got Orlando. You got OKC. You got OKC's young core is Chet, J Dub, and Giddy. Okay, so no Shay. Yeah. Okay. We also. How old is Isaiah that down though? Isaiah Like twenty three. Isaiah Joe's not. You can Isaiah Joe if you want, but I don't know if you consider that. You got the Hornets. You got the Hornets. You got the Hornets young core. Well, how old is How old is Jay? How old is Jay? Isaiah Joe's 24. Yeah, 24. 22? Yeah, he just turned 22. I was going to ask this. The oldest The oldest player of our young core is Tari Eason, who turns 23 in May. Dang. He's the oldest, yeah. They young as fuck. Wait. And Goon turns 22 in July. Cam Whitmore turns 20 in July. Uh-huh. Thompson is 21. Oh, I keep forgetting about the young core. Wait, guys. what about the Pistons? Cade, Ivy, and no. Jalen Burr? No. And the Burr, record, no. but they're no. good, bro. No, 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 no. Not Chase Wiseman. Talent-wise, I believe Houston have the best young core, and I think Orlando's second. 
I was gonna no. say I think I think you say Cam Wilmore's like biggest problem is he doesn't pass. So do you think like like he's like he will just continue to be on the like spark plug bench roll or like as a score in his no, career? He'll, or? He'll, he'll be, he'll, when he comes back from injury, he might take Jalen's spot in the starting line. Like, uh, let me be honest, Jalen might not start for much longer this season. But um, I think his I think he's probably he's gonna figure out how to play team boss. He's not gonna be a playmaker. I'm not saying come oh six or six like that's not happening. But he's going to make the right reads. Right now, it's, if he gets the ball, it's going up. He's on his MPJ timing right now. Um, but that's because he's a scorer. But Ime's getting him to make the make the right plays. He's improved defensively, like, the more he plays. So he seems to be willing to learn. Um, so I oh, think I, he'll, he'll, be our, he'll be the long-term small forward, I believe. He'll be the long-term. Mars, are you, cause someone said this in the chat. Are you considering Dallas young core? With who? Lively. DJ Washington, Josh Green, Derek Lively, Luca. PJ Washington is not young. Core. I mean, he's like 20, he's 25. He's 25. He's 25. I mean, if he's 25 is not young core. 25 is not young. Oh, okay. So Lucas no, Luca isn't young anymore. Lucas 24. Lucas 25 this month. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, this month. Like so, so you're saying he's 24. Month. So you're saying he's 24. They're entering their prime. They're entering their prime. I don't, I don't, I don't consider Luca or Trey Young to be players of a young core. Like, if you were drafted in 2018, that's not young core to me. DeAndre Ayton is not part of Portland's young core. Kill me. I don't know. He's not to me. Hey, Dub. Nah, you're yeah. giving them veterans. I got a question for you. I knew you shouldn't you be on any they're core. In between, they're in between vets and young players. They're just. <laughs> hey, Dub, if this is Luca's, let's say Luca's career ends right here, right? Uh -huh. The last, this year and last year are his offensive peak. Uh huh. Where would you rank it? And I don't I want can't. like a range. I want like. I've said this, I've said this numerous times. Like right now, and I want the if if he's top five, give me the five. I said if he finish when he finishes the season and what's it called <laughs> finishes, bless you. If yeah, he finishes yeah. the season, have like great postseason translation. Uh -huh. It's like top three, top five to me. Mm. Like offensive, I'm talking about offensive peak, like right there. Are you gonna like, put him over Nash? I know you have Nash. Clearly, clearly for me, mm. clearly for me. <laughs> Have over Nash. Clearly, he's insane. I'm a Luca guy, bro. And I may, and I might put him over. I may put him over a bunch. I may put him over Nash. Put him over Braun. Put him over. Uh, shit. May even put him over Kobe. Put him over Steph. It's crazy. Oh, fuck the Give the postseason translation. I was a Luca guy. This is crazy. And then yo, and then yo, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Then we talk about all time. Not gonna lie. Man, top ten. He better than KD. He better than what? KD. I'm not gonna lie. He clears KD. He clears KD all time. I'm I lost. swear. As I a player? swear. Oh There's my god. Oh yeah. That fake defense oh. ain't moving me. He was on the Golden State Warriors. Yo, fuck out of here. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> you were this much of a Luca. Luca offensive peak definitely clears Larry Bird's. Am I clears Larry Bird? Wow. Clears Magic Johnson's. He's way better than Magic Johnson. Way better. He clears him. Yo, he ignorance, clears so is, ignorance is a legal Yo, drug, man. The guy All right, A30, what were he ranked in? You literally have a guy. You literally have a guy. You literally have a guy who could literally do everything on offense. That's you what? He, he doesn't do everything. Screw the off ball. I don't care. <laughs> he could shoot the three ball. He could shoot the three ball. He could work in the post. He could pass out the post. He could work in the mid range. He's one of the best pick and roll operators I've ever seen in my life. 
Literally, he's insane. He's surgical with that John. He can make every he can make every pass no demand. And on top of that, he's been creating new ones this year. So I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah, he's that fucking good to me. Not gonna lie. It's insane. Hey, Ace thirty. Where do you have? Where would you have it? Very bad hypothetical. I if I just only have those two years, I'll give him probably top seven offensive peak all time. Who would he be around? Like who are the six and eight? Like who is like the tier he's in? Um yeah. I'm I'm just list um guys that he's on that level or or, or better. Yeah, like uh, you yeah. got obviously you got like you know, you got Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Shaq. Nash, Magic, Curry, like Joker, like those are those are gonna be his contemporaries. Wait, I have a question. Damn, you've been Can Luca ever be over Curry? His offensive peak. You said, yeah, Luca can't be over Curry. A thousand percent. Because Curry, I don't think so. I think so. I think I think he can catch Curry, but he can catch Curry. But like, what what people gonna do? They're gonna they're gonna see the no. All right, come on, what are you like, talking about, though? Nah, like, nah, really, what are you talking about? I went dub. If I think he's going to end up with a top five offensive peak, I don't know if he could get Curry. Bro, the thing you is, actually the thing is have that, a guard that can make decisions at that high of a level. We not going to sit here act as if. Oh, my God. You're going to make me get nasty in my name back. We not going to sit here act as if this man stepped in and get blessed with playing with some talent with KD. And his postseason, I don't, I don't, people, I don't, people talk I don't, about postseason translations because of and people, and people because and people want to talk about postseason translation because of injury. We can preference that, but Stephen Curry's postseason translation is in question a ton. You can make a case. Yeah, that's that's, that's 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 what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Like because of that aspect, who could get captured from that aspect? And but. It's gonna be tough. I'm not. I'm saying clear. Clear is crazy, Dub. I'm not saying that. That's clear is low that's crazy. But I can the see fact, it, the fact that he can make plays with the ball in his hands at that high of a level that Luca could never imagine to do. Moves me. Moves Sorry, me. I what about off ball? Yeah, but Luca can never move off ball like Curry though. Yeah, you need a system in order for that to work. I'm talking about taking. Yeah, off ball requires game. requires more of the parts to be good for you to be successful. Wait, but wouldn't the way Luca right, plays require shooters as well? No, this goes back to James Harden saying he is the system. Right? That's what, that's mm. what Luca is the system. That's what he's saying. I mean, Luca doesn't necessarily uh, Jason Kidd need shooters. Jason Kidd said Luca is the game plan, and that was like real fire down there. Right hey. the I think you Jason Kidd realizes if, I, if, I, if I had Luca, he'd be my game plan too. Jason Kidd thinks Luca <laughs> better than him. That's a something. fact. That's my system. Love is he not Luca Sir Luca Dalchik? You're everything to me. You're everything I need in life. You do whatever the hell you want, sir. My my offensive like, system would be predicated on getting Luca the ball. Like Jason can he'll run Luca Kyrie pick and rolls in the middle of the second half, and he'll be like get, he'll get like four straight buckets out of it, and then the fourth quarter not close with any Luca Kyrie hey, pick and rolls. Hey, watch this ether, watch this ether right here, right? How many times has stuff occurred? I'm, I'm a Luca seven? fan. Uh, no, 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 I'm not trying to ether you. I'm just trying to ether. Oh, okay, okay. How many times does Stephen Curry lead a top set offense without Steve Kerr? Mm. Oh, there's more oh. Jackson offenses are cooked. Zero! Zero! You're cooked, man. Zero! Zero! Where does the SPN? Luca, Luca's doing it with Kid. 
for what it's worth, Mark Jackson is one of the worst offensive coaches I've ever seen. I don't right? care, boys. Top 10? And, and Curry wasn't 10? developed yet as a fully as a player yet. Where were they Mark in 2014? Like 13? Yeah. 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 yeah like that, was Curry? that wasn't Pete Curry, bro. Luca could do that Luca could lead a top 10 offense with any coach. Was Dallas top 10 last year in offense? Um, maybe. Yes. Another one in top 10 in, um, what's it called? Okay. They weren't top 10 the year they went to the conference Oh, finals. in 22, they were 15. Mm, okay, interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, what the year they had their whoa, 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 whoa. most success, the offense was at its worst. He's whoa, 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 whoa. We, we forget because about Luca Luka bought it on defense that year. Luca got hurt. I missed Luka got hurt. Luca got hurt in that year. Mm. He missed 50. He missed 17 games. Plays a part. And in those 17 he games, they would have been enough to make it top 10. But in order to say Luca's better, yeah, I do remember, them, I do remember to, him being hurt. Yeah. You have to take away the fact that both players are being maximized. What are you, both you said what? Both you players what? are being maximized. You, like, they're, both players are being maximized. Like, Luca's been given the ball and allowed to operate the way he should. And Steph's been given an opportunity to play with teammates that maximize his strength. And Honestly, I, I think Luca being maximized is like a four man who's like Draymond Green kind of um, high level thinking. Like he he needs someone that's like a connector really on his team. Luca's yeah. trajectory right now, I think I've said this for a while. I think he's going to be a top ten player for sure and could definitely enter top five all time conversations. The only thing that he really needs for everyone to agree on that is these runs in the playoffs. And for some people, they need a win. But if he plays well and if he loses. If he has enough runs in the playoffs, I'm okay putting in the top ten, even if he doesn't necessarily want to run. No, it's so funny, Jalen. I promise you, let's save Luca. I don't wins know about year. top five. Let's save Luca wins this year. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you know, Luca can be in these conversations." I promise you. Same thing that I happened with Jokic. Same thing yeah. that happened with Jokic. Same exact thing. People yeah. were like, "Oh yeah, Jokic can't be in these combos." Guess what? He won. Oh yeah, I guess so. No, I guess think we can't be in these combos. Even then, even after Jokic won, he's not in these combos. He's not in these combos for top, top ten, top five. What, what was this? I said, I said for a minute that Luca's going to be top five, top ten all time, maybe top five. For a while, Luka, no, you didn't. Did, did, you you was wrong then. You're go, wrong go, now. Go, go, go to the panel. Go to the panel and watch y'all. Why is this No, 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 James, James, I believe you. I just don't oh, get I'm how saying anyone, you were, I don't get how anyone could say it's wrong to say Luca could be top ten all time. Like how? No, I'm pushing back. I'm saying hell no with top five. Top ten is a split. We're like ten years away. How can we say that with such certainty that he won't? Because most of the guys in the top five, like they already started off like. All time greats like the six compared Lucas, like first six years to guys that consist of top five first six years. Yeah, like Jordan, LeBron, LeBron. I think it'll be what, very what, good. What has, what has six what years, like, what has he not done? What has he not wait, done? Wait, wait, hold on. Lucas, a six year run has been insane as a start of career. No, I didn't, I didn't say he hasn't. I'm just talking about yeah, guys. So what, what has he done? What has he not done that doesn't match up? I don't know. I would say, I think, I don't think he, um, as an all around peak. He didn't reach the hype as some guys in the consistent top five yet. Not yet. Wait, who's the consistent top five? just count his first six years. Kareem, MJ, in first, LeBron. In their first six years? Kareem, um, MJ, LeBron. Kareem, MJ, and LeBron, I know is the like, consensus yeah, those three. three. Who's sure. the rest in the consensus? I, put, I, put, I, put, I, got, I still got my, my personal five for greatest. I have uh, those three and Bill and Tim Duncan. That's me, though. That's oh, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I am oh, gonna yeah. be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, no one's gonna be hearing Bill Russell in ten years. I'm gonna be honest. No one, no one, <laughs> no one, no one, no one. Well, I still remind them, so I don't care if they racist or not. Bill Russell's not consensus top five. It's like 
Kareem, MJ, LeBron, Magic, Shaq. and like. Uh, how the hell Magic getting top five? That, 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 that fifth spot will be anywhere from Dunk. Yeah, I don't see how Magic get consistent top five. Hey, I never understood hey, that. Those five champions. ESPN because, list, because he's always first. He's always top five is built with accolades. And, yeah. Yes, and ESPN Even then, Mars, like, the thing is, Mars is like, even in SBS, but like, you don't have top five accolades either. Yeah, but you got to think about how he did it in such a short time. He did it in such a short time. No, like, to me, Mars, like, I get what you're saying, but like, what people, what people try to elevate Magic in the top five is the same reason I use Tim Duncan. And Tim Duncan is more solidifying that. It's just Tim Duncan not as marketable as Magic. That's why Tim Duncan gets so much disrespect. I, I think Tim Duncan had a Magic. I, I actually put Tim Duncan ahead of Magic. Yeah, but Magic Johnson got his five rings in, yeah. what, 12 years? Tim Duncan did, what, 17, 18? That, that, that's the difference. He got five or 16. But when, when you talk about the consensus, it's like they're gonna care about oh how much did you achieve in like this amount of time. That's why the MJ Go argument is why do I care that LeBron's played 21 years when MJ won six in 13? Like magic won five in eleven years. That's it. So for now, a lot of people, no, it's the same. It's, no, no, I'm saying like it's the same for Duncan. It's like if you compare individual accolades, what Duncan did his first 10 years. It trumps majority of like all time greats yeah. in the top ten. It's crazy accolades. Did Duncan go back to yeah. back? Nope. No, the, the team, the Spurs, no, that, that is some ticket ass argument. He won back to back. He won back to back MVPs, but I don't know. These are arguments. Didn't Duncan win four in his first years? In his first 10 years? Magic Johnson won. Yeah, he won four in his first 10 years. Like, yeah, that's what the arguments are going to be. Then it's going to be Magic Johnson, the best point guard of all time, the best playmaker, blah, blah, blah. How many Showtime, times did Magic like, Johnson lose in the finals? Four times. Four times, yeah. He's five, five and four. four. LeBron James? He's five and four. Yeah, barely yeah, a 5-5. The only time finals appearances was against you is if you're LeBron James, man. He made nine finals appearances. That's a good thing. Or Jerry West. Or Jerry West. Or Jerry West. The only reason LeBron gets so much slander is because yeah, he's, he's like one Michael and eight. Jordan, that is not crazy. Bro. One and eight is kind of disgusting. I'm because he choked in the 2011 finals. But the context yeah. of one and eight for Jay. Yeah, but like that's like lie. that's like one year, LeBron, really. If the ball never choked in 2011, okay. people will sit here and think he's the greatest of all time. That's be the same. Wow, because he beat Dirk as an old person. Like if you take away their worst like failure, yeah, obviously his case would be better. He would have the same argument. They call him the goat. If what? if Wait. LeBron if LeBron lost in the second round the six times he lost in the finals and he was just four zero, more people might be like he to go because four rings yeah. zero finals and the, yeah, all if he had that yes I think people I think people would actually call him you know, the goat. He lost in the second round more. I think y'all gotta, gotta understand how entertain the gotta, LeBron. Y'all gotta understand how impactful you gotta understand how impactful that loss did. Like you lost with a stack deck, played terrible. You were like the third best player on the team. God, I, I don't even blame him. I don't care. I don't blame him. And you I lost to Dirk. You lost to Dirk with nobody. You don't that blame is, LeBron? That is a crazy no, that's no, a crazy I say, thing. If people fall like, well and they won, oh, and they, okay, okay. if they ratted off three straight right there and then lost, people gonna call him to go. He won, he three feeded. Like in 2011, if he just lost and played well, like no one would care, but he played so I think bad 2011, I think 2011 is why people hate Nick Wright. Mm. Because Wait, uh, I have a question. He's the, only, he's the only person I know who's tried to defend 2011. He, yeah, he I remember him doing the little blind stat reveal of numbers 
and it was Kawhi's finals MVP and mm. Iggy's finals MVP next oh to the 2011 finals. And he's like, Disgusting. oh, LeBron's worst moment is finals MVPs. For other Ooh, that's crazy. That's, 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 a nice, that's a nice context no, bit. That's a, that's a nice context I, bit. What, I like that context. I think that's the big reason why I, people hit that. Right. Oh, what about 2014? Was he supposed to win that? Or was he not? Oh, like, was he, a, he, was he the favorite? He I've won, watched I mean, it. The Spurs look so much better, but like... If he won three straight and lost 2014, nobody would care. Nobody would. Okay. Bro, do you guys, you guys know, you guys know that Le, LeBron is, doesn't really get a lot of LeBron is mostly considered the second greatest player of all time. There's three losses. If you take one about. out and put one in, the argument would be the same. 18 and 14. It would be the same argument. I'm be honest with you. The only reason why he considered second is because no, no, there, people, there's many people who be like LeBron was up two one. Nostalgia. That is played, true. I forgot and about that. He played terribly in Game Four while Timofey Mozgov mm. was hooping. They should have been up three one, and LeBron folded. Like I've heard. That. Bars, I'm not gonna lie. If you go back and watch that, whatever's crunch time you needed LeBron to deliver, that bit wasn't delivered. I'm I've not always, lie. I don't, it was crazy. I don't, I don't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron played great in the 15 finals. I don't think so either. I don't think LeBron was great I, most, in 15 most, in general. Anytime. Anytime when it was getting yeah. close and they needed him to just close the deal, I'm not gonna lie. Go, Jalen. I'm he sorry. Do you know, it. He How about 2015 with Matthew Dellavedova? Yes, that's what happened. I, oh, I, 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 they was doubling him on virtually every possession. I'm gonna say two statements. I'm gonna say two statements. I don't think the Cavs should have won that series. I don't think they were expected to win that series based on the context of what was happening. I also don't think LeBron played fantastically. I think both of them based true. on the context of the yeah. situation. Most people don't though. Most people would agree. Well, and I'm not even trying to crap. I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm not even trying to It was still the same formula of take jump shots. Like that's what it was. It was take jump shots. That's what they wanted. Yeah. And then when he gets downhill, he's getting trapped and abused. You're yeah. not driving five guys because no one can shoot. Yeah, Jalen. No so I mean, Jaylen, I, trust I, I, me. he played fine. He, like, he played great. He played like a great player. I'm not. I'm not saying he was a bad player. But like the idea that he was just this otherworldly being that was just unstoppable, no, transcendent. Not um, true. Like, I, don't, not I don't think that. I don't think he played particularly great. Jalen, yeah. Jalen, listen, bro. Listen, I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying like he was bad or like he's to blame. But I just found it crazy because I remember watching that series. I was like, dang, LeBron would like go on a run. I'm like, dang, bro, he's really cooking. Fourth quarter comes, late in game, he stops cooking, and I'm just sitting here like. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Like, I'm expecting look, look, look at the context. Guess, guess who was closing in those fourth quarters? Where is the context of first Andre Gadala? The, the context is... <laughs> Yo, Morris, Steph was closing. Was it Game 5 where Steph had an insane game? Like, Watch our playback. Watch our playback. Yeah, oh, man. That game was crazy. You're going to see many things. You're going to see Iggy not locking him up. You're gonna see them forcing him to take jump shots, <laughs> and then you're gonna see them then you're gonna see them trapping him on every drive. Let me say this, let me say this before we get off. Um the real talk dub, the reason why he's not considered the majority of goat now is because majority of people step Jordan as the goat, still alive. That's pretty much it. I'm gonna be real with you. Just old niggas die off. I'm being real. Once they old, if you do your research, if you do your research, yo, we're we're talking. We're talking. Did he say that? Once them, once them forty year olds, once them forty year olds, fifty year olds die, you start seeing the change in the tide. That's just how it's always been. 
But if people watch the games, though, they'll see Jordan's videos. It's the same thing, though. It's the same thing for Bill Russell and Wilt. Like, the guys who saw them play, they start to die. It's not you start to see the legacy start to temper down a little bit. He's not wrong. This is crazy, bro. When I'm 50, he goes, well, I'm not going to lie. He said, anyone who has a brother, so you just saying, I just got to play the waiting game. That's what he's saying. You just got to out. You got to play the waiting game. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because you're not, bro. Because pandemonium, certain pandemonium, you're just not going to change nothing. Like, yep. guys are mostly attached to certain players. And you're not going to change yeah. nothing about it. You, you know what? I'm not going to lie. With the contrary, there are a lot. There's still young player people that think that I think there was a survey saying that young players think MJ is more of the GOAT than LeBron. Oh yeah, that was a I mean, that was a flaw mm. survey. Like they, they what they did was the that particular survey. Oh, they um here's what he did. They did two things about it. One, they show highlights right of both LeBron and Jordan. So obviously that casual person will be like, oh this guy looks more prettier. I'm gonna vote for this guy. And then the second thing, and the second thing is the second thing is they that particular year they actually went about who was who was more um who's more trending and that that particular year. The no, last no, dance no. came out, yeah. No, so no. of course you're gonna be more trendy. Oh, oh, no, so it's a flawed, it's a flawed poll. Yeah. Like he had it with that. Bro. Like, last dance was more of a uh, was a valid argument that you could. The whole highlights thing. I'm like, let's be real. Let's not act as if eighty percent of the popular like NBA. No, no, it was it was strategic by Mike. A lot of people don't know. Like Mike was the guy who was holding off the last dance. He intentionally that last dance was done like two to three years before 2016. I mean, he knows how to keep his legacy intact. I respect him. Yeah, yeah like yeah, people yeah. get people think Jordan's competitive like that. Like y'all, y'all sweeping, bro. You gotta stop hating on him, bro. Well, so, this I don't hate on Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. people, I can't wait. I don't hate on Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. We all gotta move on. We all gotta move on. Jordan, like the video, subscribe, man. We gonna watch 2015 LeBron next week, bro. Y'all be also Doug. Doug, never, never say. Uh, Pacers Paul George is overrated as a permanent defender again, bro. Please. Who said Pacers? Say mm. You I said it okay, Oh, we talking about in general. No, I think in general, like, Paul George does get overrated. Oh, in general. I was talking yeah. about... Yeah. Oh, Pacers yeah. PG was locking up. I'll never disrespect that. Okay. okay. After that injury, after that injury, though, like, he just dropped off a bit. But people didn't think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this show? Okay, see. I, think yeah, I just had to say that real quick. My bad. I don't think he 